Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to another edition of PZ85 Plays. I am your Game Master Double H, and tonight is the night when the evil dies. It's the final episode of the Horrors of Perryville Savage Worlds edition game, Ground to Swell. This is the fifth uh, overall installment of this series. We're doing this for Halloween this year, doing it big. And again, it does indeed all come to an end tonight. Allow me to introduce to you your cast playing uh, fictionalized versions of themselves, beginning with the co-owner and creator of <laughs> Podzilla 1985, <laughs> Mr. Jim Beam himself, Shannon it, Young. It's not that fictionalized, ladies and gentlemen. Also, <laughs> you and Cody, have you're both great DMs. And you're both Thank good you. DMs, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to give Cody the nod when it comes to dancing because that's, that's a fact. That man can cut a rug. The boy like. has moves. I like the cut of his jib. Yes. I also like the cut of the man himself, Tanner Calvert's jib. I was just playing a music friend to dance to. Hell yeah, Jibby. I thought he said <laughs> I was just playing the music friends dance to. And then I realized what he did say because yeah. that's what it just sounded like a jumble of words, but then I made it into a sentence. Lindsay Wolfgong is here too. Hello. I will be less psychotic and today. I don't no. know about that. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. What the crowd wants. And finally, the outer heaven himself, Stephen Bright. Outer heaven? I'm reading your logo. Hired goons. Oh, yeah. Hired goons. I uh, <laughs> also want to, so really quick, since this is the first show back that we can actually talk as ourselves and not, you know, in a scripted manner, we mm -hmm. once again want to send our love and well wishes to Jesse and Shelby and congratulations. Yes. They got married on yes. Saturday. We were, yes. we were all there at the wedding. Um, I also want to tell Tanner, good job as DJ that night. You kept it, you yeah. kept it going. Everybody was extremely happy. So kudos to you, my Thank friend. You. Um, it was a good time. And Jesse and Shelby exchanged rings on Saturday and then made lightsabers today. And Steven's, Arguably, one is more important than the other. Steven's yeah, still looking for that portal. So he can jump in there with a box of Bigfoot pizza from Pizza Hut. And Well, Lindsay, they'll only cost you $30 more now than they did before. Why did that price go up? Because mm -hmm. it's Disney. The cost of kyber crystals went up. That's what they tell you. You know, you can buy those separately too, right? I have red ones for the sabers mm -hmm. behind me, but they run you another $20, I think. God, like this is why the oh, Jedi yeah. didn't die out. They just couldn't afford the it's, gear anymore. It's just an RFID chip. Like the internet's like, I can make one right now. I'll make you one in a 3D printer. It'll take me 10 seconds. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but it's not from Galaxy's Edge. That's the thing. That's, that's the, thing. the trick. That's, that's where the, they get the you. dice on our, our uh, yeah. car and everything. All right, anyway. Uh, speaking of dice, we're going to roll a few of them tonight. We are uh, wrapping up our, our Halloween game this year, our Savage Worlds game, as our, our team plays again. <laughs> Slightly fictionalized versions of themselves um, <laughs> as investigators of the paranormal and otherwise uh, supernatural, extraterrestrial, and just plain old weird. Um we frankly just do not have time to summarize every single thing that's happened over the past two episodes. Investigations. But I will tell you, yeah, that, that they've been called to Perryville to investigate some strange mounds that have appeared all over the place. This got them involved in a couple of murders, uh, someone running around in a, in a, a lava mask, uh, all kinds of craziness. And when we last left them, our intrepid team was making their way to a very familiar location for at least three of them anyway. And that's where we're going to pick up tonight. So we've uh, covered the Benny count for those of you playing along at home. Steven and Lindsay still have all three of theirs. Tanner's down to two, and Shannon's got the one mm. chip he can cash in. 
Uh, when we left off last week, you guys were all in, I believe, Steven's vehicle yes, heading out yes. toward Three Spring Farm, which is a pretty significant distance away from the main town. As you may recall from the first time that you were there, um, it is uh, it's it's a bit rural, so the drive takes a little bit along the way. Uh, tell me what you guys would like to to discuss and do for the record it is now about five o'clock in the afternoon slash evening uh on columbus day so a lot of places around town are closed um you guys have been working diligently throughout the day to uh, investigate these these weird scenarios that have been taking place and it's all kind of led to here so what are you doing on that drive steven (laughs) steven first things first okay if someone mentions a stolen truck here pretend you know nothing you don't know shit, boy. You don't know I, a damn thing. I don't know I anything. I didn't fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, really quick, before we get into what all of our characters are doing, I know that this show has been particularly successful online. It's been very popular, so I just want to drop a couple of local names so we can get more listeners. Uh, Derek Boxdorfer, Zach Kurgis, um, Zane Laney. He's not local, but I just wanted to drop his name really quick. Dalton, Dalton Anthony, um... That's pretty much it. I really don't know anybody else from the Perryville area. Also, it's also, really a good time to mention while we're at this that because I haven't done it for the past two episodes, but I keep meaning to. Uh, any resemblance to persons living or dead in this is purely coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> None of this ever actually happened, nor will it take place. Steven, we have uh, to put that disclaimer on there now because or ill will. I killed a cop. <laughs> That, I feel like Homer. Where like they, in the game? or where they, I forget what it was, but there was something that said, like, do not do this. And Homer says, see, because of me, there's a disclaimer now. <laughs> I thought you were just talking about the thermostat. Do not touch Willie. Good advice. Maybe if I if I stop touching it, it'll stop bleeding in my shorts. All right. <laughs> Let's get back to the game, Steven. Um, while I'm driving. He's going to have an accident. He's driving. Hunter, make him do a drive check. Because he's very distracted. I will. Steven, make a drive check. God damn it. Okay, driving (laughs) is an eight. I'm good good with this. I'm rolling. It's a four. That's fine. You succeeded. Okay. You're good. Good. Unless you just want to drive better than the average drive. Well, that wasn't it anyway, so you're fine. (laughs) All right. Yeah, you're laughing a lot, but you're able to maintain your composure. For the record, Shannon has now, or whoever is kind of helping navigate, has now uh, basically navigated you off of like main roads. You're on back roads at this point, buddy. We're talking gravel all the way down. So, damn right. Here's here's how I envision it going Lindsay is sitting next to Steven, and she is helping him navigate and relaying the story. Of you've got a phone, don't you have phones? Yeah, but you always yell at me when I navigate. <laughs> yeah, but in this situation, you know, so she's All up right. there. She's telling Stephen the story about why this place is so important to us. While Tanner and I are in the back, and very much in that scene from like the first Ghostbusters, where we've got stuff spread out in the back seat, and we're we're pointing and and discussing how everything triangulates back to Three Springs Farm, and it's it's go time. It's very much that scene. Someone's coming. Whoa. Somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. Um, <laughs> as it is like getting later into the afternoon, it's not exactly dark, but the sun is, you know, making its way across the sky. Uh, also, it's getting to be a bit obscured. Um, creates a really interesting kind of orange effect because there are some storm clouds that are rolling in. Think of 
and this won't play well when it's listened to later, but think of today's actual weather. Like right. first time in a long time, you're getting a bit of, of stormy weather on the way. It hasn't happened yet, but that humidity's kicked up. You can kind of smell the rain. It's all on the way. Yeah. Um, unless there's anything else significant, your trip to the farm goes about as you would expect. Um, some of you who have been here uh, are going to notice some very familiar buildings in the near future here. Um, and so actually, sorry, give me just a second. I need a, I need to look at some, some skill uh, list cause I'm going to need you to make a check or two. Um, everybody, but Steven, I need you to quickly make, and I'll give you a choice either a faith or a focus check. If you have a higher skill in either one, can do focus. I can do focus, yeah. It ain't great, but it'll get you drunk. <laughs> you might even find a ninja too. Darkness is uh I got a three either way. Ooh, okay. Mm. I got a five. On a three. Oh, there's a five. Okay, good. Okay, what are we rolling? Focus or faith? Focus for me. Faith or focus? Yeah, whichever one's better. They're under the spirit designation. I was gonna pick I don't faith. Think I have either of those. Something in my head was telling me you gotta have faith. <laughs> it was probably Fred Durst. I told you, let him out of there. Yeah, I don't think I have. Right, come on back now. <laughs> I've got a D six and fo- in spirit, but I don't see. Yeah, because either of those. Look, if you didn't put points into either one, then then it doesn't matter. You just have a D four. Okay. At a minus two, a right? Minus two for the record. Yeah, if you don't have any points into either one, but you still got your D six, buddy. Make it count. Well, that ain't it. What's a zero? <clears throat> it's gonna be a quick episode. <laughs> Fuck. Oof. Yikes. Okay. Benny? Um Lindsay, Lindsay oh, yeah. I mean you can do that if you want. Lindsay, you being up front with Steve and I, I, I guess maybe just by virtue of being A closer to somebody who's never been here. So Steven's driving confidently. He doesn't really have any prior experience with this place or anything to be concerned about other than what you guys have told him. Uh, don't feel quite as immediately concerned as you guys start driving down this gravel road and passing what look like, well, what you know actually to be um, laying houses, a hatchery. Um, it's it's exactly the same place that you remember from years ago when when uh, everything went down the first time that you, you encountered the horrors of Perryville. Shannon, you and, and Tanner both uh, backseat, less control, kind of just get thrown right back into it. The flashbacks start. Like, you can see the blood. You remember uh, the eyeballs to the end of the sword. The, the sounds of the, the chickens and the mist. And not to mention, I mean, it smells like chickens and piss basically oh, everywhere. Um, uh, so, yeah. Really quick, as a side note, uh, what was the name of the road that we started on and all that? You're thinking of Highway B. That was a different episode. That was right. a you would have taken B to get out of town to get here anyway. So yeah, you would have you would have gone along there. So I just as an off note, I was talking to a patient and they were talking about the Perryville area, and he said, uh, "Do you know Highway B?" 
And I smiled because I thought, oh, yeah. And I almost said, yeah, there I'm were aware. mutant chickens out there and all kinds of <laughs> shit. I didn't think. Uh, Highway, Highway B is where you guys ran into the, um, the werewolf. That's where the werewolf thing was that you ended up then getting caught up with. Yes, and we became wolves. And then Lindsay was going to kill one. That is true. That did happen. Um eventually you pass those those specific buildings that you remember and actually go a little further into the farm area than you would have seen the last time so um while you're still a bit on edge these are places that you've you've never seen because more or less it's pretty clear there's a like an administration type building um a lot of these places look like they're still kind of dilapidated the admin building is pretty new for the record because again it's under new management since the last time you guys were here Something you do find particularly interesting is there is a huge, um, like off to the the opposite side of the road from the admin building where that gravel road comes to a dead end stop, um, a huge, like a Victorian style house, two stories, um, looks like it's got to be 150 years old at least. Um, and it, it looks like a home. I mean, it, to the point that probably you wouldn't anticipate people would still live there unless it's just treated as a historic relic, but none of you remember that being... Uh, the case in particular off the, the top of your heads. Um, off in the distance, you can see that there are four like long, lengthy barn-type buildings. You would imagine this is probably where the chickens are kept regularly. Uh, and there are a lot of like poultry workers that are just kind of milling about the place. I mean, it's getting late in the day, so people are actually kind of wrapping things up. Um, there's trucks all over the place from big rigs that are getting ready to, to load up. Uh, you know, chickens and such to take them off to the processing plant, Big <clears throat> pickup trucks, and all sorts of other stuff. Um, so yeah, that's what you got going on right now. Where you've pulled up in front of is kind of the the nicer area, the the new administration building there. What would you like to do? Uh, I am going to pull out my revolver, make sure it's nice and loaded, and then I'm gonna look at Tanner and go, "What are we doing?" Uh, shotgun's already on the back. Um, I ain't playing with this place, man. Agreed. But and then I show walking him the, guns and blazing while there's still people working at business hours. We're with the police department. Can I hold up the paper? So you still generally don't <laughs> Multipass. just brandish firearms Multi even in Perryville. Multipass. Well, when you're dealing with a killer running around, I think there's an exception. And potentially, yes. But how much of that chickens. info has actually been put out there? Most of it, I'm pretty sure by now. Doesn't matter. We're the police. We can shoot whoever a, we want. Out of character, hunt. That was on the news, wasn't it? What's that? The killer. Yeah, one of the deputies was killed. There was a broadcast that you heard over the ham radio. You do not know that that has been delivered in any other manner or method. Uh, my question remains: like, what are what are we looking for again, Lindsay? I mean. I am under the impression since the last guy we went to wasn't being very cooperative and was claimed a hero, yet has ties to a bunch of stuff, and we heard some stuff on a hand radio at another place leading us back here. We're looking for what's linking it all together. Hey, Tanner, make a notice check real quick. Well, that's Vegas. Fuck, yo. Let's see here. Notice. I'm 63 years old, and that's vague. <laughs> I'm 60. 50. You're not. <laughs> I kick. I'm joking. Stretch. Stretch. And kick. Tanner, you got to stop doing that, man. Tanner. 
please. You don't stop rolling. I don't, I don't want to keep doing it. Yeah, because yeah, he rolls another that's one. Better. That's a, a Tanner, you gotta, you gotta help me out okay. here. Um, you're very preoccupied with with getting your uh, gear in place, and again, just generally feeling off uh, in and around the the farm area. But of course, you've never really seen it in, in daylight because this is still about as daylight as you've ever seen it in. Uh, what you do notice, though, you particular, uh, you in particular notice in front of that that Victorian house, like parked in what you would assume is kind of just the general parking area because there's no like garage or anything like that. Um, is a like brand new pickup, um, Ford F one fifty. Actually, the closer you look, no, that's a two fifty. That thing is huge. Um, shining, brand new, bright, uh, or not bright blue, like a what's whatever their like signature blue is, that kind of midnight blue. Mm-hmm. Um, almost looked like they drove it off the lot straight here. Maybe, maybe just delivered off a truck here and never even. It could never even been driven, for all you know. It does have brand new plates on it, but they are they, there's not a bug to be seen on them from where you are. Uh, it just catches uh, your attention. That was a nice I truck. Look at, I look at Shannon and go, "Hey, if uh, shit gets a little sideways, take that one." Are we stealing trucks again? I mean, it worked out for Jesse. I mean, if shit gets sideways, yeah. Stephen, uh, Jesse stole the truck. No, I can't say that. Yeah, I can't say that because people might ask. Um, Hunter, I would well, like to right now, he has to. right now he has plausible deniability. Right, <laughs> Hunter, I would like to uh, get out of the car and stealthily check around that Victorian house. Just kind of, you know, just just mm, peek okay. peek at all of it. Okay, because you, you you said that. Because, that sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say you said that that wasn't there last time we were here, right? You didn't see it the last time you were here. Um, it's also reasonable that it was dark. You right. didn't quite go this far into the area. Um, make a you make a notice roll, actually, if you would, please. Yeah, check on my notices again. Okay, it's the best one I've got for like remembering stuff. I don't like the idea of common knowledge for this. Oh that's my easy. god, that's you another one. Stop Ooh. this or get that's it out it. of your system now. It's all threes mm. and ones, man. I haven't rolled a bubble. Yeah, so, something, something is not setting right with you. Uh, not not like in a I should be wary kind of way, but the more you look around, like the layout around you, you're like, I can't put my finger on this. I know I've been here, but something about all this doesn't look right. But you just can't quite put your finger on it. Um, I'll note that, yeah, if you're wanting to kind of sneak over near the house because it is kind of light and because there are a lot of just like workers, you know, guys in flannel shirts tucked in, boots and all that, walking around, uh, work gloves. Some of them are loading chickens. Some of them are coming in and out of the growing barns and stuff. Uh, some of them are driving trucks with feed on them to, to go take care of the chickens. Um, there's a lot of people and it's light. So you can certainly try, but not being seen is going to be relatively difficult. Even if nobody does anything. If, if your goal is to not be seen, it's going to be kind of difficult. But you can try. I don't know how well people are going to respond to us poking around. I'm sure we don't look like we fit there. Um, but I, I will ask Lindsay and Tanner and Steven, like, uh, what should we do? Should we we just go around just peeking in every corner? Should we go talk to somebody about something? I, I was about three sheets to the wind. I'm starting to sober up a little bit, so I need you to tell me what to do to start off with. 
And the irony I would of say, well, there's still drinking. people here. We should maybe just go talk to somebody. And ask them what exactly? I don't know. Tanner? Uh, it was... <laughs> whose house were we at last week? It was the Boxdorfer. Boxdorfer. Yeah, William Boxdorfer. Okay. You've been made aware in the time since then that it's it's William Boxdorfer Sr., who owns the Free Spring Farm and actually also now owns the hay farm as well. Okay, so let's just... I, only thing I can guess to do, because I'm a terrible team member and last week I was sick, uh, let's just go around and start asking people about these people we know and if they know anything about these mounds of dirt. <clears throat> I want to go or look the, for... Or the, the suspected murderer that's that's on the loose. I, I want to go look for Boxdorfer himself, see if he's there and talk to him. Didn't we leave him at his house? No, the no, box senior. Over senior. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Actually, I'm gonna text. Oh. It, can I text Derek by the way and ask him what he knows about that box warfare's dad? If he has any information, or just just any way I can shoehorn Derek's name into this so that he messages me and says, "Hey, thanks." It's interesting you bring that up. Uh, you pull up your phone to message him and. As you attempt to send the message a couple of times, you keep getting message failed. Message failed. You try a couple of times and then you notice you have no service in this area. You might recall that previously when before. you were in this area, it's it's a little bit out of standard range. Um, you would also realize coincidentally now that uh, as people are like moving in and out of the mainly the administration building, you hear like an actual like a couple of different times you hear a phone ring like a landline phone. Hmm. I kind of want to follow the sound of that ringing. See if I can see where that goes to. I don't know why. Okay. Okay. So are you? Are you I hear that we're splitting up. Is that the idea, or are you guys him. all going to the same place? We're going to go to the same place. I ain't okay. splitting the party at a place where the things have happened here. No, I'm good. I don't think Steven? there's any more mutant chickens. Abby. I'm not taking that chance. I don't really know this place, so yeah, I just hang out with these people. Okay, remind me again. Um, you guys were talking weaponry. Like, are you openly brandishing? Are you openly carrying? No, I've got my pistol because it's just a little revolver, like a, a police issued revolver, basically. Thumb like, nose thirty eight. Yeah, pretty sure. So, okay, I've got that thing tucked away in my belt. Okay, Tanner, you said something about slinging a shotgun over your shoulder, so you are openly carrying. Yes. Okay, I'm not uh, going with him. You you will immediately draw attention. Then people are not going to come straight over to you, but like a few different workers, like double take, like is that a, is that a gun. I'm gonna tell Tanner, like you go poke around. You and Steven go poke around and see if and talk and, and interrogate people. Lindsay and I will go check the phone. I'll just put the shotgun back in the car. I'm gonna make people uncomfortable. What was that? Hand I'm just motion? telling you what no, happened. That was not you. That was that Shannon in character. Oh, okay. I'm no, I'm, <laughs> and I'm and I'm just confirming. Like, yeah, there's the you. You have you have drawn some attention at this point. So there there are people who are definitely like side eyeing you. I don't get me wrong. These guys look like good old country boys. They've got their pocket knives and you know there's likely guns in their vehicles, but they're certainly not walking around carrying them. I'd say That's carry it, Tanner. Know. You might you might draw some attention that we can use. <laughs> Is that a good idea? No. 
That's up to you, but I need a decision. No, I'm going to leave it in the car. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll let you go back to the car and catch up to the group with no interruptions there. Uh, so basically, the four of you then enter the, the uh, excuse me, administration building. Um, of course, you're still drawing a little bit of attention because they've seen you with it. It's not like they forgot. This, this is not a video game. They didn't forget you had a gun. And then, like, <laughs> bless you. Oh, I uh, guess it was no. So entering the administration building, it's not a huge place by any stretch. Um, about as big as, as the uh, the laying house and, and bigger than the the Victorian home, uh, mainly just because it's very vertical instead of stretched out. This is a one-story building. Uh, but it is probably new construction. As best you can tell, it's really nice. There's uh, lots of little like cubicle-style offices. Kind of reminds you, weirdly, of the the layout of a car dealership. You know, when you come into to like a car dealership and it's got a big open lobby and there's like little desks here and there, um, it's a lot of that. Guys in here are dressed a little nicer than most of the the workers outside. The guys who were clearly out there getting their hands dirty. These are folks who, you know, um, maybe not so much the flannel shirts as they have dress shirts tucked in, still wearing cowboy boots. Uh, maybe in a couple cowboy hats on the desks and stuff. And there's a lot of, of uh, more phones actually than you realize ringing. You're seeing that there's a landline phone connected to each desk, of which you would estimate there's like probably 12 around the room. Um, a lot of different people on different phone calls, seemingly making business type deals, type calls. Uh, yeah, selling chickens or, you know, purchasing things to help continue to grow chickens and sell more of them. It's that sort of deal. Uh, there's a receptionist desk up front. There's actually nobody at it at the moment. There's a little sign that just says, like, be right back. So That's nobody really much. seems to notice you. Um, just out of character really quick, because I really don't remember. It's been a long week. Did we ever notify the sheriff that we were going out here? I thought we were calling. Not that I recall. We called him, like, while we were leaving. You but asked him a couple of times about some things, but I don't know that you ever specifically said you were heading out this way. Uh, while there's no receptionist there, could I sneak over there to the phone and, using my phone as a guide, dial him? Yeah, you can certainly try. You want to sneak, though? Uh, well, if there's no one, yeah, you know, just kind of casually walk over. Basically, I'm not going around yelling. I'm going to use the phone. I'm okay. What I'm asking is, do you want to hide it? Do you want to keep from drawing attention to yourself? Yeah, for the for the for fun, yes. Let's do it. That it's a, it's a show. It's okay. for fun. Okay, make a stealth check. Okay, I wish you didn't ask me that, <laughs> but I'm on it. Well, basically, it's the difference oh, between you and I just walk over. We're good. Seven. I'm so good. You don't have to blatantly do it, but no, I. I uh, yeah. Okay. And well, hold on. We're gonna keep going. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Sixteen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, like the uh, number better. You, you casually walk around the other side of the the desk. Uh, where no one is is currently present, and it seems like everybody's pretty engrossed in their work. It's toward the end of a business day. Um, remember, it is also Columbus Day, so the fact that these people are all working tells you a little something about the way this business is run, um, or Indigenous Peoples Day, depending on your perspective. Hell yeah! Uh, but yeah, so there's nobody currently. Yeah, nobody currently at the the receptionist desk. You're able to kind of just walk over there and uh, you know pick up the phone from behind, just kind of like you own the place. Like nobody really, really pays attention. Um, and yeah, you're able to, to dial the sheriff. Uh, he does not respond, but you do get his voicemail. And he mentions, you know, this is Sheriff Jason Kelly. Leave a message at the tone. All right. I'm going to basically tell him that we are at the farm and that 
um, we talked to Boxwarfer Jr. and he, you know when we found out that his dad had been in charge of all this, we know it's connected somehow, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. Um, all things come back to this damn farm every time, and uh, we're going to figure it out. And if he doesn't hear from us, then he knows we died here. So, okay, that's it. <laughs> Press one to complete your message. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's done. You did it. Okay. I don't know what I accomplished, but maybe <laughs> maybe it'll help. Uh, is there a directory or something we can see? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, for what it's worth, nobody still seems to have noticed you. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for, like a directory of who's at like what phones. Yeah. There's a smattering of very generic names, Smith Jones, that kind of thing. Uh, Nobody you recognize. Do, do we see any doors that say box or like, is there any way to tell where this guy is possibly? I really doubt he's going to say where his office is. If he even has an office at the place, seeing that he owns it. Yeah, interestingly, uh, and, and, and Lindsay, I'm going to just gonna treat it like you said that out loud because that's basically what it kind of comes down to the more you look around. It doesn't look like there are any like separate build like like rooms within this building. It is kind of just the one big room. Uh, there may be like a break room and some restrooms and stuff in the back, but there are no like executive offices in the administrative building. That does come across a little curious to you. I doubt they're going to leave any of their records just laying around in their basic ass office. So um, I guess I just just while we're in there before we leave and go investigate other stuff, I just want to take a glance around to see if anything catches my eye. Okay, make a notice roll. I'm telling and while I'm doing this, I'm I'm like nudging Steven to basically go around and be attractive. So that way the people that are noticing are noticing him. <laughs> so Steven, if I could get an attractive roll from you. Uh Hunter, Steve, what do I roll, roll that? that? Oh. Don't roll that. <laughs> okay. You mean God I don't damn, have man. to? I'll, I'll let him tell you what to do. To look around and do a notice check. <laughs> yeah, let Lindsay do it because clearly I'm f- fucking stupid. Wait, you You're roll? just drunk. I rolled a two twice. Not Yikes. He's not got two drunk enough. <laughs> you were you were very focused on Lindsay, you're fine, go ahead. You were very okay. noticed on, or very, very focused on, um, you know, being uh, not inconspicuous about that phone call. Uh, and Lindsay, the only thing that you really spy that might be of use, and if I will direct you to the uh, to the Discord for this, you can share this with your folks or not, is like a little kind of layout of the, ignore the, the name Brandt, by the way, uh, on that house there. But yeah, a little layout of the the immediate area. It would be labeled something like Three Spring Farms, um, and then yeah, the kind of the buildings that you you see there. So you guys would have entered this from the east, like wall there. You drove past the hatchery, the rearing house, all that. These are all the buildings that you decidedly remember from the last time you were here. Um, when you got there, you turn right. That's a set of railroad tracks, by the way, where you're seeing those little kind of barbed wire lines mm-hmm. uh, that cross over on the, in the distance there. You would have turned right, come up. You're in the admin building right now. And again, ignore the name Brandt. That is the Boxdorfer house off to the side, that Victorian house there. She also, gonna- Lindsay, having, having a, a look at this map, you would now uh, be the one, the first one to realize 
that's why some of this doesn't look familiar. That's why the admin building looks new. Um, the house, you guys remember when you, when you uh, dealt with the chickens in the mist, there was a house that you investigated that you kind of blew through and then you acquired some weaponry and stuff there. It was like an old kind of ramshackle place. It would have uh-huh. been right about there. It so looks they basically like demolished and rebuilt. Yep. That's what it, it seems to be the case. So it's new. Uh, do the rest of us see this map too, or is it just Lindsay? I pointed out to them. All right, the, now you the do. nudge and nod. <laughs> yep. Uh, then upon seeing the box store for house on there, I'm going to point it out to Tanner and say, we need to go here. And Tanner would mute and agree. Yes, have some. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm like cautiously following everybody like in the rear of the group, kind of like side eyeing everything, like literally checking every six. Every six what? So you're being paranoid. Oh, only, okay, Dale. <laughs> and then Tanner froze. That can't be good. Oh. Um, there he is. No, there he is. Nice. I'm checking every corner. Okay. There's nothing to be seen, as best you can tell here. A lot of people working. They still don't really seem to have paid much attention to you. Um, you're free I really there. doubt anyone here is going to really know anything anyways. I don't know if I'm not really, really sensing any top brass. But it's more of a PTSD thing. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. What uh, do you want to do? I think we want to make our way over to the box store for a house. Yes, okay. move out. As you you guys uh, leave the admin building simultaneously, there's uh, y- you notice heading through like the the main front doors there um, at the edge of the like small flight of steps because you kind of stepped on like a small porch to walk in there. It's kind of it looks more like an insurance office kind of mixed with a car dealership than a than a chicken hatchery. Um, anyway, down on the, in the, in the dirt there in front of the the steps, there's a younger guy, dark hair big kind of built um he's got two guys flanking him and they almost look identical like you would swear these guys are not twins but triplets um they all have like work shirts on that have like name name badges on them not like a mechanic shirt but more like a like some kind of an official uh the name on it is ernst e-r-n-s-t um and the one who's like in the center, and you can now see they've got like baseball caps on that says some like three spring farms or all that. He's got like a like a club, like on his on his side, like on a belt, got a walkie-talkie too. Um he steps up while the other two step back. They've got aviators on. It's weird. It's like a clone situation. Like these are like like Mr. Smith's. And the yeah, that's where my brain one, went before you said that. <laughs> the, the front one steps up and says, Can I help you folks? He's not hostile, but he definitely looks like he is uh, in a position of authority to ask you what you're doing here. Okay, no one's going to take the lead on that. Uh, I would uh, just step forward and say that uh, we're here to speak to Mr. Boxdorfer if he's around. He kind of laughs. It's good-natured, but it's also like, are you serious? (laughs) He says... Uh, nobody gets in to see Mr. Boxdorfer without a, an appointment. I don't suppose you're on his schedule, are you? Uh, we hardly ever are. We uh just doing some investigating for the uh, sheriff's office. Some, oh no, I don't. I don't want to say his crazy son. That might uh 
that might arouse <laughs> suspicion. And for fun, I'm saying this out loud in front of them. <laughs> um, uh, the co- two like continuing twin situation, the other two triplets, I guess, look like at each other behind the main one's back with this kind of like even through the aviators, you can see like the the hell did he say kind of look. <laughs> um, go we, ahead. We we were kind of worried that his life might be in danger. Um, I don't know if you heard about Jack McNeil, but uh, he may or may not have escaped, and he may or may not have been killing people in town. And after talking to Mr. Boxdorfer's son, we fear that there may be a vendetta against the family. And uh, we just want to check up on him and ask him a couple questions. Uh, the one who's kind of taking the lead, he actually he takes his glasses off and kind of like wipes his, his brow, takes his cap off, does this thing, and goes, ah, Brother, that is an awful lot of uh, things you just said there. That's a whole lot to lay on somebody at the end of the at the end of a work day here, especially on a holiday. Didn't think we were even going to be here today. Um, who'd you say you were with again? Oh, the uh, the uh, sheriff. Oh, go ahead, yeah, Terry County Sheriff's Department. Yeah, and you've got some kind of identification for that, I suppose. Sheriff Kelly didn't say anything about deputizing anybody recently that I'm aware of. Multipass. Yeah. Okay. Well, he'll take them and he's going to, I mean, he's going to take his time and peruse them. Like he's looking carefully over, over everything. He's also going to ask for some ID because I mean, your names are on these. So he's going to have to confirm that you are who you say you are. That's something we can do. do Provide that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, and again, he takes his time looking him over, kind of matches up. He does the thing, the bouncer thing, like matches the picture up to, to each one of you and then goes back to the paperwork and gets done and says, well, this all appears to be in order, but I need you to understand that, as I said before, Mr. Boxdorfer doesn't take uh, meetings without an appointment, and I don't know that he's going to be particularly interested in just meeting with the police unless you've got some kind of a warrant. Uh, we don't have a warrant per se, but I've, I've... you just leave it hanging. <laughs> I do. I just, I do. I leave it there, and I'm just, I'm looking at him. Automatically, if... this is this is a little bit of a, a perfect little humor break, and what's a very tense moment. We don't have a warrant per se, but um. Camera cuts out to the two of you just like in just negative space, just standing there, <laughs> just looking at each other in silence. And eventually, you just hear him from that same look go, What was there more to that? Were you gonna <laughs> say anything else? Or look, unless you guys have are involved in whatever's going on and have, helping Jack McNeil or something to do with these mounds that are popping up everywhere, I like there's really nothing to worry about. We're just here to, to help. now the other two kind of step up beside him and say wait a minute now you're starting to throw around accusations fellow we don't much appreciate that one i'm not accusing you of anything i'm just saying if that's not the case and there should be an issue with us just talking to people and asking some questions he goes ah that's classic cop line well if you don't have anything to hide then you shouldn't be worried about anyone invading your privacy and the main one kind of like leans back and taps on the shoulder and goes shut up he goes look I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm not trying to run you out of here. This is a business after all, but it is also private property, and I don't want to make it into a big deal. Um, if you want to meet with Mr. Boxdorfer, you're going to want to go on his appointment schedule. We yep. are getting ready to wrap things up for the day here. So, Would it help if I told you that myself 
my tall, hairy friend here, our, and our lovely associate here, uh, were once attacked by mutant chickens on this very property and, and helped uh, kind of bury that in the mud for you? The three of them now all exchange like a series of looks, but it's not a like, oh shit, we're caught. It's a like, oh God, now we're going to be doing paperwork all night. Um, (laughs) And one of them goes, no. (laughs) He's like, I don't really know how to address that, man. And, you know, I I said I wasn't like going to run you guys out of here but the further this goes the more i'm wondering if i need to you just talk among talk amongst yourselves i'll be right back well i want to i want to like because i'm pretty sure i got scratched on the back pretty hard during that that uh events that happened here so like i would just slowly turn around raise my shirt up show the scars from the chicken scratching me on the back saying this this these scars this is the results of this company of of this property and i'm I'm pointing at his scratches and I'm like, and we didn't even sue you. We we didn't sue a single person over this. We nipped your little mutant chicken thing in the bud. We didn't go to the press. You get on the phone, you call Mr. Juntao and you tell him that we're not. I'm thinking of a different movie. You get on there with Mr. Boxdorfer. Tell him all, <laughs> all we want to do is talk. I'd hate to take all of what we ha- what we know about this place and everything we went through. And I'd hate to take it to the media because I know how you guys hate the media. I can tell. I'm sure you've got a rebel flag in that house somewhere. And you know that they're going to change it into some liberal bullshit. Something about how Donald Trump came in here and he ruined everything. And you and I both know Donald Trump's not even that bad, honestly. Like, I don't even hate the guy. If, if I could be in complete honesty with you. I think that he wasn't the worst president. I mean, in my lifetime, I've, I've not seen all the presidents. But, you know, I'm sure there was a worse one. I, I, was, I was aware of George Bush Sr., and he didn't do so good either. So what I'm trying to say, I'm just stalling for time until Hunter gets back. And I think comedy-wise, it'd be very funny. I am just behind you shaking my head. <laughs> if, these guys, if these guys are sitting here listening to me ramble on about this. And... Um, oh, my goodness, Shannon. Point Bye. is... Point is, you point let, is, we ain't gonna get to talk to him because they're not gonna let us. You let us talk to Mister Boxdorfer. I'm a friend of his nephew. Nephew, we're good friends. Was Relation? It his nephew? Or I'm. Or, I thought it was his son. Or we might have to tell the 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 news department that you have mutant chickens here and that you were part of January six. <laughs> is that what you were saying the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in that discussion, the three Earths guys just walked away. (laughs) (laughs) You were talking so bad. (laughs) You turned to talk to the group and you were like ranting and raving. (laughs) And in the background, you just see them like walking away. They get into their individual pickup trucks and like back out and drive off. Well, if they're not here to stop us, there's no one stopping us from going up to the house. Yeah, that's what um, I'm you know. I, I mean, I, legitimately, there. I, I'm willing to, to play it out that way. Like, the longer you talk, the more they, like, one of them looks at their watch. The other one's, like, you see there's, like, guys clocking out in the background. Because, I mean, it's now reached about 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And, and like, yeah, they just leave. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
All right. Guess we get. There's to no talk persuasion or intimidation. You nagged them to death. That's a filibuster. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. Yeah. Like the farm is just straight up, um, straight up shutting down for the day. So, I mean, you see that there are a lot fewer people around. There's still certainly some people that, as they pass, you kind of like give you guys a look because they know that you. I don't want to say don't belong here, but you're you're not employed here to the best of their knowledge. If you are, it's something new. Um, so yeah, the place is kind of starting to empty out, and it is getting quieter. Also, getting Excellent. darker. That rain is starting to get closer to rolling in. You yes. actually feel a few little drops here and there. That's good. Darkness is our ally. Darkness is. Darkness is. Um... Okay, in that case, I, I would indeed look at everyone else and just notice that everyone's gone and go, all right, Tanner, should we go look? Or <laughs> would you like to hear my thoughts on what does connect this place to January 6th? I'm going to just keep walking away from him because I'm tired of hearing <laughs> the rambling, even though I know none of it's true. You oh, guys are going okay to there, the Newsmax. house? You go to the house, is that what I understood? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, again, well, it's a very classic a house property didn't go well. Uh, this place is, is significantly nicer. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you kind of a like abstract look at it. This is kind of an illustration type look. Um, the pickup that's in front of it would be significantly newer, uh, but otherwise very nice, clean. Like I said, looks like it rolled right off the deal. But it's this kind of old uh, old deal. Uh, kind of a wraparound porch. It goes around each side. There's a big facade in the front. The the little spot up top there, like a almost like a balcony where you can walk out from the second floor. Um, it's ostentatious as hell. What's really kind of like uh, off putting in a way about it though is that there are there's like a like a couple of small um, chicken like ranges in the front yard, like iron fenced setups to keep like a handful of chickens that are clucking and like pecking at the ground in that area with a small little coop. Uh, you get the idea. This is to kind of like remind every one of the humble beginnings of this farm. Cause the, the main farm has been I around. I just for a really long, like long chickens. Time. Maybe. I don't know. Smells like ammonia though. It smells like chicken pee. It's gross. Um, other than that, the place is really nice and well upkept. And, and yeah, that's it. Huh, last time we were here, everything was burning. I like that you got something to hide, honestly. Um, I don't suppose, Tanner, you want to just walk straight up to the door and walk in. Yeah, we could do that. Well, I wouldn't walk in. They're probably in there. I would knock on the door at a minimum if you're going to go right up to the door. Yeah, we can do that, too. Tanner is agreeable. And before you knock on the door, figure out what we're going to say so we're not like, uh, hi. Yeah, we can do that too. <laughs> well, in that case, I'm going to let Steven take the lead on it. Oh, He's the pretty one. Yeah. All right, Steven. I am go, the prettiest. Go knock on the door and then uh, tell him that your, your Boxdorfer's uh, long lost nephew he never sees, Bart Bart. I don't know if he's gonna fall for that, Shannon. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll try it. Do? Sure, let's do that, Hunter. <laughs> All right. So everyone's on the porch, and Stephen's gonna knock, and I'm gonna say, "My name is Bart Bart." Well, let's let's see if anybody answers the door first. <laughs> um, so Stephen knocks. It takes a little bit. Um, there's no doorbell, by the way. This is old construction. Uh, Tanner, just to clarify, the building that burned is the one where the admin building is now. This one, you get the idea, was there the whole time. You okay. just were never quite this far off of the property. 
Um, it takes a couple of minutes. Like Steven actually has to knock twice and a little bit harder because it's a big, old, heavy door, uh, thick glass you set into it. Like a door bell. <laughs> no, there's not. There's not one. Oh, oh there's not one. Okay, not a doorbell. Yeah, not a doorbell. Um, it's about the third time that you you go for a series of knocks that you hear someone actually coming, uh, but the person who answers the door is uh, a Hispanic woman in her like early twenties. Um, with like a what you would assume is like a cleaning outfit, like a cleaning service outfit, and like she's got an apron tied around and stuff, got her hair pulled back, and she looks at you, Stephen, and is like, "Can I help you?" Um, my name is Bart. Bart, I'm the long lost nephew <laughs> to Mister Dorfenberg, whatever his name is, Mister Dorfenberg. <laughs> Hang on, I'll go back. No, I'm on it. Don't worry about it. Let him keep talking. <laughs> no, also, I Shannon, think I... Mr. Dorfenberg has a secret. <laughs> no, I, I think I've said enough. <laughs> Shannon, did you get Stephen oh. drunk before we came here? No. No. <laughs> but I'll... Uh... All right, well, Shannon's name in the group chat is now Mr. Dorfenberg <laughs> has a secret. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. This uh, this um, this completely went the, the Evil Dead route, where it started kind of creepy and violent, but by this, it's now Army of Darkness. Fucking skeletons are gonna be coming out playing fifes at some point. Uh, Steven, I need you to make me a charm roll. Oh God. What is it? It's not charm, is it? What is it? What's the one? Persuasion. Uh, persuasion. Make, make a persuasion roll. Oh, uh, this is oh performance. I don't think we can consider this a performance at this point. <laughs> you don't know me. I can't wait till I get the message from Derek tomorrow. This is Dorfenberg, really. <laughs> so that is technically a plus a, a four because I have a plus one of my performance. Okay. Wait, we said it was a performance though. We said it was just uh. Oh, sorry, sorry. Persuasion. Persuasion. It's That's also plus persuasion. one. Persuasion. I don't know one. why I have plus one on those. And that's well, a it's because of your attractiveness. Pretty. Oh, that's yeah. right. Um, yeah. I am the prettiest. Okay, so you you um. Do I need to do a babble on? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a better way to describe this. This goes on not nearly as long as Shannon's January sixth rant, <laughs> but it does go on for a significant period of time. The the young woman at the door goes from perplexed to more perplexed. Even <laughs> <laughs> use confusion. On. It was super effective. Yes. It goes on long enough that you hear like an older man's like gruff voice from the there's like a set of stairs right behind you. It's kind of the way our house is set up. Like the staircase is right there in inside the front door. Um from the stairs behind you hear like a creaking of someone walking down and an older man's voice, his gruff voice kind of go. What is going on down there, Mrs. Torres? He, she turns and she just kind of like she's speechless, man. She like jerks her thumb in your direction and is like this guy. And holds up a rag and some cleaner and just kind of walks away, leaving him in front of the door. <laughs> and I kind of pull looks... the same move. Like I kind of just slink behind Shannon and Tanner, the two <laughs> people of the group. And just um, kind of like, kind of push them a little bit as much as I could towards the door. 
Boxdoor for senior is is uh, I mean you would assume at this point that this is the the man of the house. This is who this is. Um, he's an older man in his like late seventies, uh, bushy white beard. He's a better shape than you might expect. Uh, he's he's kind of a big guy, um, not as big as Tanner, not quite as big as Shannon, but I mean he's certainly not seen the like release of old age in that way. Um, looks like he keeps his his wits about himself. That said. You know, he, you've certainly got a physical edge on him if it were to come to that. Um, but he he's, like, angry. I mean, he's legitimately upset and says, I don't know who you people are or how you got onto my porch, but it's supper time where I come from, and you shouldn't be calling around folks' houses around this time. Tanner, you take the lead on this for a second, because I'm pretty sure my cats are doing something that is going to get them killed. One second. Oh. oh no, they're on the banisters again, aren't they? What was the last thing you said? It's supper time. He doesn't want us there because it's supper time and we're being rude. Look, sir, we're yeah. here. We're, we're here for the Perry County Sheriff's Department. We're helping with an investigation. Uh, with a, I don't uh, know anything. Let me stop you there, son. About investigations, criminality, any of that. You want to come into my house, you get a warrant. You want to come in here and question me, you get the sheriff. I don't deal with the lower class of his folks. And he goes to shut the door on you. As a side note, what I think's happening is because I've heard it twice now and I haven't seen it. I'm fairly positive the cats are using my arcade cabinets as scratching posts. Uh oh, which is uh -oh. gonna get them fucking oh. hurt. <laughs> yeah, that ain't great. <laughs> no, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to build a door down here at some point. It's just gonna have to happen. I've never put. I've never built anything in this house yet. I'm gonna have to build a door to keep them out of here. I mean, you don't have to build anything. All you gotta do is just buy a door and put in the hinges. That's that ain't nothing to that. Well, I no, I, I, I feel like I would have to put some. Uh, drywall up or something because I, I think i mean it's just too big of a it's a giant open space there's there's not like a door frame at all oh well, i mean you could also you could build that that's nothing yeah to it really uh, yeah, and i i missed this part so he's upset that we're here is that what i'm understanding yes yeah it's supper time you're interrupting his supper tanner said that you guys were with the sheriff's department and he said he didn't care he said if you want to come in get a warrant if you want to question me get somebody of authority somebody with an actual badge oh uh, well i'm thinking of dude what would be fucking dope down there is a barn door like a sliding barn door you put it on a track it goes in between the we'll talk about it later we'll talk about it. yeah <laughs> we'll talk about that I, w I would well shit i was gonna i was gonna say was there anyone else here we could talk to try to get a, a feeling if there's anyone else here and then i was gonna brandish a gun at him i also but... get the feeling he's not gonna give a shit whether anything we're doing is time sensitive or not and I mean, you do know that his, his maid is here. Some, some very cleaning least. person, yeah, right. maid or something like that. Shannon, I'm sending it to the Discord, what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, that doesn't give you an image. You'll have to pull it up. But this is the kind of thing I'm talking about that would look cool. Anyway, um, that one's cheap as fuck, too. And it's easy to install. I feel like uh, I'm going to get us killed in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what, what do you want to do? You had something you wanted to do? Because he's trying to close the door in your face, basically. And Tanner's face, I guess, technically. Did we did we mention the mutant chickens when you guys were talking to him? No. We did not. Okay. Not to him. So The mutant chickens aren't going to get us anywhere, other than maybe in the loony bin. Well, okay, so from what we understand, just out of character real quick, he was in charge of this facility when all of that happened, right? 
Maybe. That's not clear. Because if he owns these farms, I'm assuming he owned them when that happened. You you do know that there was a change of ownership somewhere in the relatively recent uh, history of this place. Sometime after what happened when you guys were there. Because remember, there was a fire. It leveled a lot of stuff. The place went under for a while, and then it was it was brought back up. All right, before he closes the door in our face, I'm just going to throw out there, just throw out that... Ask him if he was aware that Jack McNeil escaped from his mental asylum and was in Perryville with an axe. See if that it triggers an interest at all. The door just before it hits the frame stops. He pulls it back and he looks directly at you and he says, long handle never used an axe. It was a machete. He killed five of my men. Good men. Don't go messing around suggesting that he's out of jail, son. I'm not suggesting it. Yeah, I'm not suggesting it. it's legitimate. We again, we've been working with the police department. We've gotten the reports. He is he is out. They killed his deputy. We saw him out in the woods when he tried to kill two teenagers who were screwing around. <clears throat> he says, "Look, McNeil worked for me back then. You've probably known that for some time now. I suspect if that's the lead that you're following." He says he was a man of numbers. But he was clenched up inside like one of them jack-in-the-box toys. All I know is that I don't want him anywhere near my property. And if he has indeed escaped, then you're at the wrong place. You need to be out there looking for him, not talking to me. Well, considering the fact that your son is the one that put him away in the first place, we were kind of worried that he might have a grudge against your family. Yeah, and if he does, it's the police that ought to be doing their jobs. I don't really know where this is going. He says, look, my son worked for me at that time, too. He quit shortly after all those killings and all that mess. But so did others. He wasn't the only one, and I didn't blame him either. Well, the police are tied up. Do we at least have permission to look around your stuff here to see if he is lurking around or if there's any signs of it? We are working with the police department, so we would be doing their job for them. He like gives this kind of resigned sigh and says, yeah, sure, why not? You want to look around the property, look around the property. Don't take anything, don't break anything, and don't get in the way of any of my folks who are still milling about. Other than that, do what you must. Oh. That we can do. Yeah, dude, we have no interest Sorry in Sorry to interrupt your dinner, sir. We will not bother you anymore this evening. We have no interest in your chickens. We already dealt with mutant ones a couple years ago here. It's a long story. You probably don't want to hear it. Go enjoy your food. As he's as he's already closing the door, he's like, what in the fuck? He's <laughs> here as he's walking away. I'm going to pull the little flask out of my pocket and take a sip. Hold on, i got to take care of this real quick. <laughs> ah, all right. So what are, what are we looking for? Mounds. Who knows, but we can look around now and if people say anything and we can say the owner let us look around. That's true. So we're going to go look around. Yeah, you're going to find out pretty quickly that there's basically no one left to look, to to interfere. Like, it's it's past quitting time. It's like 6.30 in the evening. There's no one left. Now you can arm up. It's a holiday. Yeah, pistol out. In fact, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna yell, go get my backpack and my ball bat. I'm like, gonna yell back yeah. at uh, Boxdorfer as you know he's walked through the house. Like we're gonna have weapons on us in case we see him. Don't freak out. 
The only thing you do here is like the click of a deadbolt at his house. All right. <laughs> Be safe, sir. <laughs> and I'm gonna punch and I'm gonna punch Steven. What the fuck was that story, man? <laughs> what name did you give? Bart Bart, Bart Bart, who the fuck told you to say that? That's so stupid. I don't know. It's Bart, Bart, Bart and the Dorfenberg. <laughs> Oh, hold on. I got to change another name to Bart Bart Dorfenberg. <laughs> There's two Dorfenbergs Mr. tonight. Dorfenberg is a secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So you guys have a map of the property. You tell me where you want to go. For the record, you are currently uh, parked in front of the administration building. So your vehicle would be like somewhere right off the road to the left there in front of the admin building. And you're leaving from the what's labeled as the brand house. I mean, it would make the most sense just to work our way back, checking out the buildings as we go. Okay. I'll, I'll say it again. Where do you want to go specifically? <laughs> <laughs> this, this feels like the movie phone bit from Seinfeld. Why don't you just tell me the name of the building you'd like to visit? <laughs> All right, let's, let's start with checking the laying house and the rearing house first. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Come, um, come on, Bart Bart. <laughs> <laughs> now these these for the record are buildings that you guys technically inspected way back in the day. These are gonna look the most familiar to you um as you, you make your way sort of around the property there. Um those places are at this point abandoned. Nobody is is actively there. Um there's also not much in the way of activity at all like like animalistically there's no chickens around this area um because for the most part the rearing house has a few of the the younger ones but it seems like most everything is probably out in the growing barns um i will ask all of you however though to make uh, a quick focus check uh it stinks like hell in here like the ammonia is is rough um also Three of you have again some pretty nasty memories of having been here in the past. Hey, I got a four this time at least. I got okay. a five. Okay. You said focus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Steven got a rock. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> Bart Bart Dorfenberg. Well, I know what my next D and D character is going to hey, be. Hey, I got an eight. <laughs> I got a okay. one on that one. And I got a seven on that one. I'll stick with the eight. Four on my wild. So but it's out of minus two, right? Oh, two on my wild, yeah. Oh, never yeah, mind. I don't have any points of focus. Oh, I do have focus. Okay, so I did get a four. Yeah. Okay. So, Tanner, you're the most just like... It's, it, it's not the scent, really, that's getting to you. It's just the memories. You got you hacked up it. a little bit the last time that you were here. Um, it, it, it ain't great. But for the most part, <laughs> for the, for the most part, I, I can hand wave some of this and help you out. There's really nothing to be found in these buildings. Uh, the structures are old, mostly in disrepair. The buildings themselves um, are probably mostly recreated just from the skeletons of what were left the last time that you you guys were here, because a lot of this also got caught up in the fire. Um, so 
other than the fact that chickens are raised here regularly and you've got some not so fond memories of it, there doesn't seem to be anything to be found. I refuse to believe that there's nothing to do with the chickens in this guy. There has to be, maybe I've got a vendetta. I don't know, but like, I refuse to believe that this, this guy isn't involved in something and something twisted. I mean, yeah. The true conspiracy route that his son was actually the one that did the murdering and it wasn't Jack and he's out wrongfully and it's all just like cover up. But don't listen to me. I just like think weird things randomly as I've been standing here silently. No, that's a, <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that's a good, I wish I had been more investigative of the, the, the sun now. Um, cause that's a really good idea. It still um, doesn't explain the mounds like at all, unless it's like some like supernatural voodoo crap or something. I don't know. I feel this place. Let's po- move on. There's nothing here. This place poisoned the chickens and mutated them into monsters. There, who's to say that it wouldn't somehow mutate the dirt and turn it into something evil? Is there a dirt room here? Compost? Uh, With dirt? No. Uh. Uh. No. Hmm. Um, no, the only places you have an investor are the grow up barns, and that's generally where you you keep like the the chickens that are, you know, older, like the ones that are actually preparing to raise stuff. Then you move them to the hatchery, and it's a whole thing. So there's no like, uh, there's no compost area, like Lindsay was saying, or anything like that. No, I mean most of the the food is outsourced from elsewhere. They don't grow necessarily throwing their own feed here. They get that from other places. Um, they're not really like growing anything plant based here, so they don't really have any need for compost. Now there are you know places where they store like the the um, byproducts, for lack of a better term, from the chickens. Um, they're you know the droppings and all that stuff. They don't store it so much as I should say they get it away from you know them and, and that would probably be some hour where out behind the grow out barns. Uh, but it's something that gets turned over on a regular basis and you know moved and kind of sold in a in a uh, symbiotic relationship. You sell it to the places that are growing the food, they give you some food at a discount and that kind of thing. Alright, I say let's follow this road out towards the grow out barns. Okay. I don't have a better idea, so sure. All right. Um, there are four of them. Let's say that, uh, oh, I don't know. The one on the farthest to the left of the road is the fourth one. So one, two, three, four. Uh, if you're looking at them on the direction that you guys would be walking. Um, where do you want to go first? Let's go to Let's start at one. three yeah. since we'd three. hit it first. Okay. And we're walking on the road. We're going to go to the corner of three before anything. Yeah. It'll be right there on the left, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is, uh, first of all, the smell of ammonia hits you the moment that you open the door here. Uh, at this point, you really don't need much in the way of chicken, you know, rearing science to know that uh, this is probably not a good thing, right? There's uh, some overcrowding, not enough clean air. Uh, it's also loud as fuck in this place because the chickens are just, like, going nuts, constantly making noise. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to hear each other. It stinks like hell. <clears throat> and it's like darker than you would think it would be. There should be more lights on. Oh, hey, uh, I have a flashlight. <laughs> I have low light. All vision. right. You God don't. Um, Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not pitch black, but a flashlight will help. It'll it'll help you get around there a little bit. Um, cause this I kind also of a tight actually have one. This place. Okay. 
I forgot. I will utilize my flashlight. I've oh, never mind. Okay, never, never mind. Okay. Yeah, I, thought, I just want to kind of look around, see if there's anything suspicious, any signs of somebody hiding or anything like that. All right, I, make a notice check. I thought I had brought a camera with me. Like, I thought that was one of the things I picked, and it's not. Um, can I use my cell phone to film all this? Hey, you can try. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to see in there again, but you can, you can certainly do that. So I have a light on it when it records. I know it's not great, but I at least want to get the footage of it. You know what I mean? Like, I just want proof that okay. something weird's going on. Uh, just for record that does occupy one of your hands so i don't know if you're using your dominant hand to do that or not but one of your hands will uh, be pistol in, in right hand this in the left hand kind of looking okay. okay sorry tanner what'd you get four 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 um, one <laughs> and that's on saturday yeah uh you guys are able to walk the length of this building and it is a pretty hefty building uh, in terms of length, not width, it takes a while to get through. Um, but other than a whole bunch of chickens and a bunch of funk, there there doesn't seem to be anything to be found. Um, it's just a lot of animals and a lot of stink. Next. Let's go to house number one because we're right here. No, number four, four would be right beside Four, yeah, four, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um Approaching the main door to number four, you see that it is uh, actually it has a chain around it, like a small length of chain. And there is like a pretty heavy duty padlock that has been slipped through it that prevents you from walking straight in. Well, this will be problematic. Uh, I have hacking. Does that count? That's no. <laughs> Do you have lock picking? I have Unless hacking. you can hack the matrix and slip your way past it. <laughs> Uh, would my survival ability give me some insight on how to break locks? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, are there any tools laying around we might be able to use to break this lock? Not laying around, no. Uh, I mean, you noticed a handful of very basic tools back in the um, in the previous grow-out barn, but we're not talking like, you know, like lock-breaking, you know, pincher clips or anything like that. None of that stuff. Let's have, check the other buildings before we start doing property damage, seeing that we kind of told them we wouldn't. Well, hold on. Before all Pretty that... Pretty heavy duty. Too. I mean, it's a, it's a padlock the size of your hand. Like, it, is there any nooks or crannies we can look in? Any, like, way we can see inside or any alternate entrances? I mean, there are there are no alternate entrances if you take the time to walk the, the length of the building. By the way, it's now getting pretty dark outside. Um... There are like windows, they're kind of high up, but probably you and Tanner could like tiptoe it up and at least see through the bottom of the window. Um, uh, I'll do you one better. I'm gonna put Steven on my shoulders. I'm sorry, Bart Bart on my shoulders <laughs> and have him look inside and relay what he sees. Okay, okay. Uh, is he taking your flashlight up? He's taking Lindsay's, yeah. Lindsay, we're gonna borrow All this. All right, you're, you're gonna sure, make a who strength has the better notice stat? Strength check, okay. Huh? Can I help him with my son of a bitch? Can I help him with my? Hey, we'll, it's a four. We'll Hang on, it's a hey. four. Yeah, that's all we need. It's fine. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so you're able to get Steven up there. He's got a flashlight. The window's like really grimy, and you can wipe off some of the outside, but it's pretty grimy from the inside too. Uh, Steven, the first thing that catches your attention is that it takes a second, but you realize it's much quieter 
closer to this barn. Uh, and now you can see why, because every chicken that would be like in a coop inside there is dead as a fucking doornail. Um, oh, yeah, they're all just collapsed over uh, in, in their their cages. You can see that like it's it's tough to see from this kind of distance, but some of them like their eyes are are like wide open, beaks like open as well, just just collapsed over in their their pens, their little cages there. Uh, okay. It's really tough to see anything else though. That's that that you know whole thing kind of dominates most of the building. So, I I. I think I found the march morgue for the chickens. I'm gonna look at Tanner and say, "Chickens have a morgue." Yeah, I'm gonna look at Tanner and say, "Tanner, you've done farming." It's called processing. Do, do chickens have morgues? No, they do not. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what's happened with these chickens, but uh, yeah, they're they're not breathing. I want to hand. They might be taking a nap. Chickens? I want to stop it. I want to hand Steven my phone and tell him to get video of it. Okay. I, I grab the phone and I right. do what he says. <clears throat> I'm going to warn you, it looks like shit uh, because it's tough to get it to focus properly. He's got to get it like close to the window and then it's really grimy and it won't focus right, but uh, he, he can try. Ooh. Plus the, the light the lights reflecting off the glass. And I can help with this. Uh, I'm going to take the butt of my shotgun, reach up, and try to break the window. No! Mm, we, to, we said no property damage. Okay, and I'll wait. No property this. damage. You tell him, Bart, Bart. I was going to let him do it. I was going to call for a strength check, but if you guys are going to force him not to. No. Not if yet. we don't have to break anything, we are not breaking anything. Yeah, that's okay. what I said the first time, and then he got slashed by a chicken. When we, we get attacked by down. something, all everything's off the table. Jesse's free for all. Jesse's still Until in Mexico. Then. All right. <laughs> He's got married to a gypsy over the weekend, from what I understand. Yeah, I know. Down in Mexico. Gypsy. All right. <laughs> then let's uh let's make a mental note, dead chickens. Let's move on to the next one. All right. Dude. I'm gonna save us a lot of time. Uh one and two are very similar to three. There's a bunch of live chickens, the places are not locked, you can walk right in, but there's nothing interesting to find in them. So it's just the one. Something's something's interesting about that one. Do we try to break in and figure it out or do we keep going? No. When I say save time, uh, that takes real world time at least about half an hour. It's now getting close to like seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. It's getting dark. It's not cold by any stretch, but that rain has now officially started to fall. Uh, not intently, not enough to, to soak you or anything, but you know it's only going to escalate from here. The wind is starting to pick up as well. Is it rain and thunder, or is it just rain? No thunder yet. Yet. Huh? How far are we? Is this place from uh, Old Man uh, Dwarfenberg's house? Uh, on foot, it's gonna take you probably a good ten minutes to head back there, even at a at a brisk pace. Tanner, what's the sound of a shotgun gonna make? Uh, how loud would that be to him? Uh, fairly loud. Uh, as long as we're not aiming in his direction, it should be a little dampened. Let's say you shoot if, the. If it starts thundering, we could. I could take a shot right as the thunderclaps happens. Hey, look at that! It just happened to start thundering. Hunter, <laughs> we're we're disappointing you. We apologize. I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna. Uh, no, I'm shoot. just cleaning my glasses. That, oh. that was not like a. Oh my that, god. That was you. Thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm legitimately just cleaning my glasses. Shoot the padlock, Tanner. I shoot realize now it looked like I was like these motherfuckers right here. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna shoot the padlock with a slug. Okay. Was that you gonna try to time it with the thunder? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. I have no idea how you would possibly try to do that. Hopefully, it'd be like one really long thunder. Yeah, it'd be one of those. You know, it rolls in with the. It rolls in with that, and then it booms. Yeah, and then he shoots. I'll, I'll uh, make you roll. We'll see what happens. This is going to be a shooting roll for the record. Okay. Can Steven assist him with his looks? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Steven, make a slug roll. <laughs> I, I don't think I specced into that, so just he's, a d4. He's mashing it. No. <laughs> you didn't spec oh, in a slug? Okay. I rolled a 10. Okay. Yeah. You should. Uh, really? for, the, for the sake of cool, you like <laughs> you basically just close your eyes and go, come on, God. <laughs> it just happens to be that about the time a good thunderclap hits, um, you fire off that shot, and it does indeed uh, shatter the the edge of the the padlock. Uh, for the record, though, the bad news is on the wake of that thunder, it is um, the rain is now starting to come down pretty heavy. I rack a shell, look up, and go, "Thank you," and just <laughs> proceed inside the, uh, the 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 chicken morgue. All right, Tanner, just leaving a shell right there on the ground. Dark, That'll be convenient for the investigators later. Moving on, I can pick it up. How does I it? Uh, my shells. How's oh, it? I didn't say that out loud. Your character racked the shell and you walked inside. That's Don't what happened. I'm God. I didn't say that to you. Well, he uh, just <laughs> thanked you, so show some appreciation. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can you can unloop the chain from the from the door and and head inside. Um, I'm gonna need another focus check from everybody who anybody who's actually near that door as it opens, though, because if you thought it smelled bad in the other three, if you thought it smelled bad on the outside, I'm gonna throw up. I like rolling two. I got an 18. I don't need to roll Damn, my six. <laughs> I rolled a fucking two or 16, I guess. Oh. So how badly did I notice? I got a five. How fucked up we? How fucked we are. So okay, Tanner and Shannon both rolled under a four, right? Yeah. Yes. This is what I need to see. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the two of you do indeed gag and a second later, like you hurl your guts up. Um God. the door opening here is enough to release just like not only the scent of ammonia, but Steven, you in particular, not only does your kind of fortitude kick in a little bit, but you notice like there's a strong chemical smell. You can't place what exactly, but this mm. it's not just the the scent of biology in here. <laughs> it, it's also the scent of chemistry. Um, okay. But yeah, there's dead animals, so you've got that sort of rot scent that's overwhelming you, that kind of dead flesh. Um, the ammonia, again, I can't stress how much it smells like just cat piss for days. Uh, and it, it's it's just bad. It's all kinds of bad. Yeah, you two just throw your guts up right there uh, on the floor and in front of you. Um, that won't have a mechanical effect for now. We'll worry about that later. Uh, Lindsay, you just barely managed to hold it in. But you're inside. Um, again, the barn is set up structurally the same as the others for the most part from where you are right now. Um, 
but you notice that there's a lot more open space. Like where one whole row of cages would be is gone. Um, however, it is very dark in here. With without a flashlight, you're not really going to be able to see anything. Well, luckily, I have a flash. Well, Stephen has my flashlight. Oh yeah, here you go. Here's your flashlight, Lindsay. Thank you. <laughs> I will take that back and use it to attempt to light up part of the room. I'm also still Something. filming this for the record. Okay. Uh, something that you would notice immediately once you guys get your lights kind of going and your wits about you, there are uh, pipes that are running down the length of the barn, like just over the floor. Uh, what they would or would not have in them is not clear, but they're like PVC pipes. There's about three or four of them that are lashed together. Um, there's feed baskets mounted every few feet along those those pipes as well. Um, and interestingly, at the end of this barn, the reason it seems maybe like a little more enclosed, even though there's less space for, for uh, um, cages and, and coops for the chickens, uh, there are two like enclosed rooms. Like the back end of the barn is kind of like closer up to you than the previous ones would be. And there's two enclosed rooms, like two doors leading to separate rooms there. Hmm. Shall we head to these said rooms? I say yes and then go, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, for once, I will take a lead and head towards the rooms. Okay. You want to go left or right? Uh, I'm going to go with left. Okay. Uh, that first room there, the door opens with no... I, I'm assuming you want to open the door. Yes. Okay. Cautiously, uh, but yes. Yeah, there's there's no windows or anything, and it's just a standard wooden door with a turn handle. Um, it opens with no difficulty. You can do it as slow as you like. There's no one to see in there when the door opens. Uh, this is just kind of a supply closet from the looks of things. Um, there's some very basic tools in there. There's shovels. There's some feed bags, some of which are kind of spilling over with standard chicken feed, corn, and such. Um, there's like a small mechanic toolbox, so your basics, you know, wrenches and all the like. Um, there's also a, uh, a couple of overturned empty containers of bar and chain oil. And there's like a pegboard on the wall where some of this stuff is. You notice there's one big missing location. Uh, it's got like a like an open space at the end, and then it's kind of like a long curved space. You can see something that was set against it is not there. You get the idea that this is where a chainsaw is normally located. <laughs> well, that's ominous. Other than that, there's nothing to be found in this room. Tools, feed. Typical supply closet stuff. I'm gonna back away and let the others know what's in there and say door number two. <laughs> while, while she's doing that, can I just ask, you know, if we're all kind of following her lead, I'm still, and I'm filming all this, I want to zoom in on the chickens, get close and see, can I tell how they died? Like, what killed them? Is there any physical, like, damage to them, or did they just keel over? Shannon, have you ever handled a chicken? Yes. Actually, I have. Okay. <laughs> Okay, for like like for how long? <laughs> for quite a while, my dad actually raised chickens. No joke, and I helped with it. Okay, all right. Um, then uh, shit, make me a, I don't know, make a common knowledge roll. Okay. Um, do you, for the record, do you want to get one of these things out and handle it, or you just want to look at it? I look at it first, but if I can't see anything, I want to pick it up and kind of check it out. Okay. Uh, I got a eight 
on the I'm sorry, five on the first one. And uh five on the second one. Okay. Um I mean I won't make you pick it up. You you get the idea that's probably not a great plan. Uh, especially figured. not with your bare hands. Right. Yeah. Uh but they they were not physically attacked and they don't look injured. Like you you look at a few different ones to get a little sample size of your your uh or to increase the sample size of your like survey here. Um you would safely assume that it was again not a physical injury, so they could have been poisoned. Uh, they certainly weren't old, so it wasn't that, but it could be something they ate, something they drank. Um, the ammonia buildup in here is god-awful. Maybe a few of them dropped and the, the everything else built up to kill the rest of them. You now, too, have noticed a very strong, like, chemical scent, so maybe something happened there. I mean, you know, you combine a couple of household chemicals, you get fucking mustard gas, so... And I'm assuming there's maybe no... Somebody, maybe somebody screwed up. And there's no way to tell, probably, because I'm not a coroner, how long they've been dead. Or is it, like, obvious they've been dead for days or anything like that? No, I mean, it's it's obvious that they have not been dead all that long because they're not desiccated. They're, you know, a couple of them are kind of bloated. So, I mean, I don't know if you had to guesstimate in the past 24 hours, maybe. Okay. Uh, but as, as not, like you said, not being a coroner and not continuously being the kind of person who handles animals, it's they haven't been dead for weeks. But okay. they've been dead for more than a couple of minutes. That's I, that's kind of where you're at. I am no chicken coroner, so okay. But I am filming <laughs> it. Okay. It's done. Okay. Next room. Okay. okay. Uh, the door beside the supply closet, the other one that occupies the, the other small room at the back end of this place, is locked. Mm. It is not a padlock. It's a like a door handle lock. You get the idea there might be a deadbolt. Um, but it's it's built into the door itself. A lot of locked Boom. doors in this place. No secrets. My mom always said, don't shut the door. You know? My mom always said, secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. My <laughs> mama always said, bart bart. <laughs> I never understood why. <laughs> it's really strange. Um, Neither did she. Tanner, you want to try to break this thing down, or should we take this evidence back to back to Mister Dorfenberger and Dorfenberger and 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 kind of ask him what he the hell's going on? That's his I feel secret. Like he's probably aware of the fact that there's like a building full of dead chickens. And uh, he probably will be wondering how we got in. Someone broke. Someone, someone broke the chain when we got here. I say as I go back and pick up the uh, the the casing and I grab the chain and the padlock and throw it off into the uh, in the distance. Like <sighs> someone someone else broke in and we stumbled upon it. Somehow, somehow the door was open. It's Palpatine returned. <laughs> and unless he plays Fortnite, he'll never know how we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, Tater, you want to try to break this door down or something. Let's break it. Let's do it. All fuck, right. Fuck it. Yeah, Let's none, do it. none of you has uh, any kind of lockpicking skills, it seems. So, uh, yeah, uh, you can make a strength check and try to break it down. Can I help, Tanner? Can we, like, double shoulder ram it since it's locked? You can both make a strength check, sure. Okay. Uh, my best is a five. Four, four, four. One. One. 
Four. Okay. That's two successes, technically. Um, the two of you, like, kind of gear up. Uh, now, I'm going to tell you straight up, it's going to be hard to keep filming while you're doing this. Yeah, I'm going so. to hand my phone. Uh, actually, I'm going to stop filming and hand it to okay. Steven, so that way they don't get us on you camera breaking evidence. the door down. Right. <laughs> I'm not stupid, guys. Just tipsy. Hey, Shannon, roll, um, roll a D100. Oh, fuck oh. yeah. Repeating or I like just where this 100? is going? No, it's just a straight up D one hundred. Well, I gotta put the thing on it. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, that would be that's... the time my headphones. <laughs> oh shit! Eighteen out of a hundred. All right. Back. See okay. Uh, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Yeah, my headphones kicked out weirdly. Uh, I think my phone keeps trying to connect to them. Uh, your phone is at 18% battery now, by the way. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Cool. That's where you're at. Yep. Gotcha. Um, okay. You and Tanner like kind of, you know, sync up your, your movements and within three or four good rams of the shoulder, uh, you hit just right on the door and it, it busts open. There was indeed not a padlock. It was just a handle lock. So you managed to splinter part of the door frame. It does some damage for the record. Um, Uh-oh. but the door opens up. It's a smaller room than you might have expected. Actually, even smaller than the supply closet, so the space is not quite um, the same. It's also dominated by like a big desk, so that might be part of it. This looks like an office. Like a very kind of haphazard office, but there's a big wooden desk. There's a big wooden desk chair in there. Um, take a look around the room as you sweep your flashlights around it. There's lots of just like uh, white papers, like the carbon copy, like the top sheet of a carbon copy um, with what looks like orders for more and more chickens, um, chemicals that you don't recognize the names of, like just, just it seems like just random things from the periodic table uh, and different compounds therein. There's also a couple of different like old chemistry textbooks, like not new ones by any stretch, not high school level or anything. I mean, these are just like compilations of, of basic chemistry from about the collegiate level um, and some poultry raising books. Actually, there's one uh, book that's dominating the middle of the desk and it's called the ABCs of raising chickens. Um, that one, if you, you take a second to thumb through it is like highlighted all over like to the point they've highlighted so much you're like why the fuck did you highlight it like you've highlighted the whole book it's my um, highlighting method <laughs> uh make everybody who's in this room make a notice check good lord dice hate me today two that's your best yeah okay I want to okay. use a Benny Explain. and roll again. Okay. Do it. I'm saving mine. I know I'm going to get shot. I still got three. So. Ooh, uh, seven. Okay. Tanner, you got a what? I got a two. I literally rolled the exact same fucking thing. I got <laughs> a three. Hmm. <laughs> so Steven is the only one, huh? It's about time he did something. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, the rest of you kind of can't help but notice some of this. Um, first of all, who got the lowest Tanner and Shannon Tide, right? Yeah. yeah. Tanner, you notice that there is a, like a moldering, like 
old fox skin that's just nailed to the wall. Like it's the cheapest version of here's a hunting trophy. Um, and it's really nothing to be proud of either. Like it doesn't look great. Uh, why somebody would want this up on their wall is not immediately clear. It also wasn't even cut away. Well, like honestly it kind of pisses you off. Like it's, it's not, it's not a good way of treating a kill. Um, and and it, it's a little disturbing to note. Uh, Shannon, you notice that there's like in the the little trash can beside the desk, other than just a bunch of other white papers, um, there's some plastic packaging. It's not immediately clear what it's for because it doesn't have anything stamped on it, but it's big enough to be like, I don't know, the size of like a shopping bag. Um, And for whatever reason, it comes to your mind, like for a split second, you're like, oh, you know, don't put plastic in range of babies. They put it over there, they'll suffocate. Not sure why that pops into your head, but it's plastic packaging big enough that you're like, oh, this would fit over my head. That's weird. Um, Lindsay, the more that you walk around the room, even though your uh, your Benny didn't quite play out the way that you want it to, you notice that at the far corner of the room with your flashlight, you see there are a handful of pictures on the wall, like like the kind of thing you get printed at Walmart or Walgreens, right? Um, a lot of five by sevens, a couple of smaller photos, a little four by sixes, um, even some wallet size stuff. But they're certainly not of who you would think probably occupies this room on a regular basis, nor are there multiple people in the photos. It's all the same person. It's all the same girl. And the longer that you look, the more you realize you recognize this girl. It's the same girl who came running out of that forest two nights. Well, one night ago, I guess I should say. This has all been about 24 hours. Um, it takes you a minute to place her name, and you remember something about Elena. You can't think of her last name, but Elena something. This is her. And eventually you count. There's like 10, 12, 14 pictures of this girl. Not clear why. Are they Steven, all her in the up. same age range, or is there differences in them? Yeah, I know. They all look like they could have been taken within the past year, and they're okay. in varying different, uh, you know, they, they all look like she posed for them. They're not, like, handed, like, stalker through the bushes type pictures. I mean, these are, you know, everything from, like, a, a graduation type photo to the kind of thing you'd find in the yearbook to, you know, summer vacation stuff. You know. Okay. She knew these pictures were being taken. Um. Steven. Yes. You think to go through the desk drawers. Okay. And a minute later, you come up with something interesting. It's an old newspaper clipping. Like old. It's mm. kind of started to yellow. Um, it's a report. And it's pretty straightforward, but it is on the uh, subject of the original long handle killings from the farm. And it goes through what you guys know at this point that Jack McNeil was arrested and charged with the murder of five people, um, including this Bollinger kid who you heard about before. He was stopped by William Boxdorfer Jr., the son of the patriarch who owns the farms. But it's okay. in that desk drawer, and that sets off your alarm bells of like, but why? Why is this yeah. out here? Who does this belong to? Uh oh. I'm, I'm showing everybody the newspaper. Okay. I'm also going to point out the photos of the girl from before. I got a theory. 
as I'm hearing all this, I look at everybody and tell them, I got a theory. It all makes sense. Sort of. And you can help me fill in the blanks. So I think this whole facility, this whole barn is somebody's personal test run. They clearly don't know what they're doing. That's why the books are on here talking about how to raise chickens. The chickens are all dead because I think he fucked up and he sucks at his job. And I think he suffocated the chickens with this bag. And I think the reason he has the clippings in his desk is because he's the actual killer. Who is he? That's the part I need you to fill in. No one's filling it in. No one's filling it in. From all the pictures here, I would assume a parent or relative of the girl from before, if you're going that route. Or significant other. Steven, you're nearest to the door since you're over near where the uh, the small office, since you're over near where the desk is. Yeah. Um, that scent is really overwhelming. You managed it well enough earlier, and I'm not going to make you make another check for it, but yeah. you do notice that somewhere in your immediate vicinity, like, it's not the same three scents as before. It's similar mm. to the one that you can kind of like parcel out as the dead chickens, but it's stronger and it's worse and it's closer. Um, peeking back oh. outside the office, you see that between the two offices, it looks like your beam just didn't quite catch it earlier when you were sweeping your flashlight around. Uh, at your feet, there is like a thin plywood board and you can see it set a little bit further up off the ground than the, the ground around it. I'm gonna go and try to open that. I'm gonna open lift. that. Lift it. Oh yeah. And and there's no trying to it. The board is super light and it takes nothing to pick up. Okay. Um, the minute you lift it though, I need you to make a focus check. Oh no. Okay. Focus hard, young Steven. This is when I'm going to hurl. Little Steven. I need, a I need a vigor skill for this. It feels like this should be different from Spirit. Spirit Ooh, yeah, I uh, I failed those. You should should I go for a Benny? How many Bennies I'll do you have? Benny. Yeah, do a I Benny. have three. Yeah. I just re-roll everything. Yep. I like okay. the term, do a Benny. Mother fucker. Do better, Steven. No, oh, I shit! I literally can't. No. I literally well, can't. And well, here's the bad news. If you can't do Benny. it. And when you bennied, you now rolled snake eyes. Yeah. Which is a critical failure. Mm -hmm. Yep. So holy you, shit. That's a first. You lift you lit well, this game. You lift you guys have crit failed before. Um you lift the plywood off of whatever is underneath it. Um uh. and it's just you know that thing where you pick up a milk carton out of the container, out, out of the like a milk container out of the fridge, and you think you got a lot more milk than you do, and you kind of do that like, Whoa. like it goes up uh -huh. way too fast. Yeah, it's that. The board looked heavier than you thought it was, but it's got to be some kind of like plywood, you know, press board bullshit. So it goes up faster than you expect, which kind of like leaves you wheeling, right? Like you're, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, whoa. And in the moment oh, that oh. you recognize, oh, that's a hole, you fall into the hole. No! no. 
Yeah, there was a hole underneath there. A uh, pretty good size one, too. Uh, it, it's, it's like a manhole, uh, but wider. Um, and you fall into the hole. Now, of course, there's no hit point damage to take here. Thank um, God. So you don't have to worry about that. Well, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> um, you fall what feels like, if you had to estimate, once you kind of get your bearings about you, about 10 feet down. Um, okay. Fortunately, you land on something kind of soft mm. so you don't like hit the ground immediately you don't hit something hard and then break anything your flashlight does roll away from you um and as you kind of roll to the side because you land face first you realize that you roll off of something and onto the hard ground underneath mm. your flashlight beam illuminates what it is that you landed on which just so happens to be um a letterman jacket which is wrapped around the like desiccated corpse Mm-mm. of what looks like a, a young man, a young man who you've met before, whose name is Evan. Um, Evan, no. He has been just like he's got like what looks like chemical burns all over him. His mouth is open in this like silent scream. His eyes are wide open. Uh, he's got cuts and slashes all over him, and you realize the longer that you you look, uh, one of his arms is actually separated, like at the clavicle, like it's just hanging open and drooped there. He's long gone, um, right. and and uh, it's it's horrifying. I am going to need you to make a faith check. Uh, faith? I don't have faith. Um, I have spirit. That's not good. Okay. Ace it, Steven. <laughs> All right. Ace it. If I crit fail before, uh huh, I'll Holy do it again. Shit. Oh <laughs> ones in a row. All right, let's. Uh, oh, baby, please. Okay, that's a two. That's not a critical failure, Hunter. You can't get me for that one. It's not a critical failure. <laughs> that's true. It is, however, a failure. Um. You made enough noise that I'm going to briefly flash to the team. Uh, they heard you fall. Like, they, they noticed God. enough that you left the room. They heard you fall. And now they hear you screaming. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you 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 realize uh, you haven't even really taken in your surroundings. You just fell down a hole, and you're down there with a corpse. Yeah. Cut and back to... like a madman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut back to the rest of the team. You are they, they hear your screams from somewhere nearby. Uh I'm gonna run towards the sound of the scream and say, let's go check on that little guy. I'm right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um in the in the interest of, of saving time, you guys don't fall down the hole when you run. Oh, there. Uh, <laughs> but God. you do quickly see that there is a large open hole in the ground there. Uh, piece the of plywood that was covering it off the side. <laughs> and you can hear you can hear your buddy Steven screaming from deep down in the hole. How deep is it? Like, can we reach get He's him out? Ten feet. About ten feet. Yeah, if you flash your, your flashlight down there, you can see it's about ten feet. Also, uh, notably, there is no, like, intentional access there's no ladder there's no rope it doesn't look like you're meant to go down there you guys who are at the top would now notice the the you know as you look around and get sight of steven and what it is this looks like an old sewer like an old sewer like we're talking probably 17 1800s sewer system the old mass transit the uh... <laughs> um for the record, it's not quite that big. Like this area where Stephen landed is big, but it immediately goes off into much smaller pipes. Like we're talking about probably 
you know, no bigger around than your head. Uh, so it's not the kind of thing you would walk or crawl through. First, I'm going to ask Steven, why are you screaming? What's down there? It's Evan. Oh, you guys would see. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like the it moment you flash your light down there, you see him, you see the, the body. In fact, uh, the things he's going to realize, Steven wasn't wearing a Letterman jacket. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to tell Steven, Steven, are you physically okay? <laughs> no. Steven, Steven, <laughs> I've got an idea. I'll be right back. I need you to film this though, and I'm gonna hand my phone or toss my phone down to him. Get that, but get all of this on video. Oh, you're gonna do what now? You're gonna, you're gonna no. toss the phone to me, Shannon? I, I'm gonna drop it. It's only ten feet. I can drop it, right? I mean, you can. I'm, he's got to catch distraught. it. And you've got to drop it too. And him. I am yeah. distraught. I am not yeah, worried about you, I'm, Shannon. <laughs> I'm gonna make you make uh, like an agility roll for that. Okay. No, a- not you. Him. Oh, me. Okay. No, not no, you, him. No, Shannon. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, 14. Okay. Oh, thank okay. God. Yeah, you, your, your journalistic integrity kicks in, and you, like, flip it to him perfectly. <laughs> and while I do that, and he's filming that, I'm going to run out to the door and grab that chain that was on the, uh, the door there and bring it back. I have oh, rope okay. in my backpack, Shannon. Well, I'm already gone at this point. You should have said something earlier. <laughs> well, I'm getting the rope out of my backpack. Tanner, come help me with this because I'm not going to be able to like hold this with his weight. I gotcha. I come you back with your chain. You have you can secure it to something. It is a ten foot long nylon rope. Oh, okay. Can. So you have just enough to get from the lip down to the base where Steven is. Steven can re- um, reach up if his feet is yeah, at the bottom. I'm, that's I'm ten five feet. Foot. We got to go. Yeah, I'm five foot. He, I mean, he can, but it's it's gonna be. I mean, so Shannon easy. comes back with a five. Shannon comes back with a five foot length of chain, which won't cut it on its own. You got a ten foot length of rope, which is so we good. Tie but it not together. Great. <laughs> if you put the two together. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I saw them doing that, and then I I go, oh yeah, I knew you were gonna do that. I grabbed the chain for defense. <laughs> and then you I handed brought, her the chain. You brought stuff for weapons. Yeah. I packed up on gear that might help us because I suck at fighting. <laughs> I, I'm going to hand her the chain and realize that there's a dead body. I've got that gun out and pointed towards the door just in case. I'm paranoid. Okay. Um, again, I'm going to hand wave for the sake of expediency. I'm not going to make you make any more checks. Uh, Steven, your ankle your ankle's a little tender. Um yeah. So basically, what what's your pace right now? What's your current pace? Six. Your pace is six. Yes. Your pace is going to be reduced to four until the end of the adventure. Oh. So you can move twenty feet per turn instead of thirty. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's going to take you a little a little longer to get around. Fortunately, it's no more severe than that. Good. Um, and I have you didn't, a first you didn't aid kit. Can I help rank wrap his ankle up a little bit with like an ace bandage? Can I get a five pace instead of four? <laughs> <laughs> Just bargaining at this point. Um, Lindsay, you got uh, any ranks in healing? I do. Okay. Then, yeah, make a healing roll. While they're doing that, I'm going to tell talk to Tanner. Do we know what Elena's last name was? Did anyone ever figure that out? I never heard. I got a five. Okay. I'm, I would bet you, Tanner, dollars to donuts that that girl's last name is Dorfenberger. Here's what I'm thinking. Oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you cut it real there. quick. I, I did it wrong. Your pace was six. It should have halved it to three. So now I'll say it's at a four. So instead oh. of 15 feet, you get 20 feet per turn. Okay. I'm fine. She's able to bandage you up a little bit. Okay. 
Tanner, big picture. This is taking time, though, for the record. It's now getting to be about 8.30 at night. It is significantly dark, and it is raining hard as fuck outside. Think about this, Tanner. Boxdorfer, he framed McNeil for the murders, right? He's a failure. Maybe. His dad covered it up, made him look like a hero. He still wants in on the family business, so he's here at this farm. Why would it be padlocked if it was McNeil or somebody else? It had to be somebody that mattered. So he gives his son this little area to try to continue the family business, but he sucks at it. His, his daughter is in love with this guy. She's screwing him out in the woods. He gets jealous. He murders him. It all comes together. That sounds like a conspiracy theory that we don't have much to work on. We have video of a dead body and some dead chickens. I say we go talk to Boxdorfer again and, and see what he thinks. Or he's trying to turn the kids into mutant chickens with the chemicals. Is it always the mutant chickens with you? We don't talk about those while we're here. I'm more curious as to how this kid didn't make it to the hospital because that's clearly like the hack down his body. Oh, God, the sheriff's in on it, too. Everybody is a suspect. You've been telling him our every move, Shannon. Son of a bitch. Everybody make a notice check. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I hate it, but I love it. Well, that's a two. That is a five. I got a five. I got a five. Five is my best. So five, 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 four. Four. Dan's got one more to go. Four, okay. Four. Um... Over this discussion, even those of you who are in the midst of, of working out all these plans and over the din of the like thunder and rain pelting down on top of this metal building and on the, the glass windows that are up top, like the, the kind of sunlight, skylight type deal, um, it could have been the wind or it could have been like the most distant kind of faintest scream. It's not clear. But if it was... It was a girl, and she's in trouble. Well, look at Tanner and go, coincidence? I think not. Let's go. Now we're going to rush toward it. As we're rushing okay. back out of there, I'm, I'm putting one more shell in the shotgun, remembering that I had shot it already. All right. Okay. Where? So you burst out of the building. It's pouring down rain. Where do you want to go? Well, first, do we, do we hear anything else? Yeah, I want to do an ocular and audio and uh, audio. Give uh, an, <laughs> an audible pat down. An audible pat down and see if we recognize any sounds or if there's anything that looks weird off in the distance. Um, from this distance, you can't see anything specific, but whatever sound you thought you heard has picked up again, and it's coming from somewhere near the administrative building. I say that's where we go, uh, Lindsay, Stephen. You got weapons. I, I have, have a bat and I some have, pepper spray. <laughs> I have my Colt 45. All right. Good enough for me. Get it loaded and let's go. Okay. It is. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you guys charge uh, down the, the gravel road, which is now getting filled with little potholes and puddles of muck uh, and, and dirty rain take my car? splashing through it, sending it everywhere. Quiet, Bart, Bart. As you you charge into the night, like now there's actual lightning and there's not a lot of trees around, so the tallest things are the the buildings in your area. Um, and Tanner, there, there's lightning. Yeah, and Tanner, there's lightning crashing across the sky, like streaking across it. Um, and you finally hear the definitive. Sorry, hang on a second. 
Oh, no. Well, that was weird. I scared myself. Yeah, right. I thought something went off in here, and I was like, why did my power just go out? <laughs> but this is all still on. Um, you guys charge across this this field, and in the flash of lightning uh, that, that occurs as you reach basically almost to the administrative building, you see Elena. She is drenched. She is sprinting in your direction and screaming. And now you can see that she screamed for help. Her eyes are wide with fear. In the very moment that she opens to scream again, you hear a distinctive like <sniffs> of something piercing into skin. Uh-oh. Takes a second as she like stops and sort of jerks. And then the rest of the point of the machete comes through her stomach. Oh. Slowly but surely, it rips upward through her, comes out through the clavicle, ironically mimicking the same location that it left her boyfriend as it sort of bisects her in this place. And she collapses in a pool of blood. Standing behind her, now just framed by the lightning and the torrential rain holding the machete in one hand. And what you see now is a, an unrived, like just holding it by the handle chainsaw uh, is a man in a big llama mask that is mostly white, but also just spattered with blood. I'm going to, think I speak for everyone and say, you know, at this point, I don't give a fuck who it is. Light them up and just take aim and start sh- and take a shot. I assume everyone's going to do the same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to draw some initiative. Oh, here we so go. Sander. Differently. Works a little differently than it does in other games, Steven. So I'm going to draw yeah. from the deck for everybody, and your initiative is based on the the draw that you get here. So okay, um, you got to set up where we can draw for ourselves if you want us to. Oh, do I? Yeah, mm-hmm. I can draw. Well, then then do it, and just place your cards up somewhere near that picture there, if you would please, so I can see oh. them. I got three oh, hearts. Oh, okay. click the draw, drag. Yep, and then just drag your card over to oh my picture. where we can see it. Yeah, I got a two of hearts. Okay. Wait. I think I did it wrong. I dragged it to my picture. Oh, well, you I have yeah, check it from there. Yeah, yeah, you can just click on it. Did Did you also do a queen? What's going on? No, no, no. That's queen, not me. Queen of clubs is me. I'm putting it okay. over my picture. Yeah, I put mine over my picture. Yeah, the only problem with that is you all have different versions of the. Oh, uh, yeah, right. of the I'm window, putting so it on them. the right side of the grounds well. That would be helpful. Yeah, yep. same. Just put it up on the main picture somewhere. That's my two. Okay. Can I re roll that? And I got it. <laughs> no. Can I use a Benny to re roll that? Actually, well, it is a trait test, technically. Well, no, no, no. No, no, it's not. Because it doesn't. There's no initiative roll. You're just drawing for it, so no, sorry, yeah, you can't. Drag. But remember, you get a new draw every round. Okay. So. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yep, that's cool. All right, so we're gonna start from the top with the queen. Who's the queen? Tanner. Tanner's the queen. Uh, queen of clubs. Yep. Tanner, Tanner what do you want to do? My title. Uh, I'm gonna aim my shotgun and take a shot. That's not clubs. Those are spades. Idiot. Spade, I can't tell. It's 
really small on my screen. Okay, so to shoot, you're going to roll shooting? Yes. Okay. Not that one. So six was the first one. We'll take that one. That's a 10. Okay. So that's a hit with a raise. So you're going to roll your damage and add a D6 to that damage. Remember, with the damage, you don't take the highest. You take the total of everything. Okay, so... I'm going to have it in this favor. What is my damage? I don't know. <laughs> uh, should say... Uh, yeah, like 2 d My thing's not wanting to scroll. Uh, here. Let's see. 2d10. Damn. Damn, it's 2d10 for a shotgun? Good lord. Slugs, yeah. Oh, slugs, yeah. And how do I do the raise? You add a d6. Excuse me, 14 total. Okay, so that is going to uh, hit, but not with a raise. Because remember, you got to get above his... Hmm. No, it's every four. Okay, so it's a hit with one raise. So he's shaking, he takes one wound. Yeah, uh, you aim square at him, and as best you can tell, you you wing him somewhere in the gut. He's not down, but he's hit. Any minor actions you want to take, you can move. There's really no cover. You guys are in an, an open area. No, I'm going to go ahead and shuck the shotgun and be ready to aim again for my next turn. Okay. Take care of the queen. Who's the jack? Steven? That is me. All right. What All do you right. want to do? I uh, So I have the pacifist trait. And it's uh -huh. literally for self-defense. I feel uh -huh. like I would be in danger if I don't shoot at the guy that literally just murdered the girl in front of me. So yeah, I, I guess I'm still good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He's clearly threatening you. Yeah. All right. That's a five. Ooh. Uh, five. Uh, Five's good uh, enough to hit. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. So, so that's roll two damage. sixes. It's a single hit, uh, no raise, so you're just going to roll whatever your standard damage is. I just noticed your little plus one. window says sus. I didn't realize <laughs> little face Yeah. Yeah, I like that's, it. That's, and you can I see the reflection of someone <laughs> killing Oh, shit, else. there really is. Originally, yeah. I thought it, at first I thought it said SOS, and then I thought it said Bart Bart. <laughs> Bart Bart. Bart Bart. So that should be a seven. Uh, I got a plus one on uh, my. Oh, um, okay. Die, so um, that is unfortunately not enough to pass his toughness. So you do uh, uh, hit him, but basically, like I he's him. already been dealt enough damage. Yeah, you just kind of like wing him. Gotcha. It hits him, but it's not enough to to produce any any substantial effect. Okay. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. That's how that works. Anything else? I don't really have anything else. Uh, I'm a shooter, so I guess that's my turn. Okay. I guess. Uh, uh, we're, oh, wait. We're in the middle of the fucking road, aren't we? There's no like, hmm. cover or anything. Nope. You are right. out wide in the open here. You can certainly run for a building if you want to, but it's a pretty good distance away. Yeah, let's let's keep him in the 
sight line, so I'm good. Okay, sounds good. Uh, it is his turn for the record, and he is absolutely going to charge at you guys. Um, he's going to take his his action to he cast the machete aside. He's going to rev that chainsaw, and he is running uh, at you, just like swinging it like Leatherface, like a madman. Oh, who's he going to attack? Is it Mo? Yeah, it makes. Let's say Mo. It makes sense he go after Tanner. Tanner did shoot him anyway. Um, this is technically a melee attack. So Tanner, what is your parry? It is a two. Ooh. Your parry is a two. Yeah. Okay. Well, he is going to hit you then. Uh oh. Um. Okay, what's your toughness? Four. Holy shit. Okay. How are you so weak? Uh, yeah, I don't understand that. That's how, that how doesn't seem right. So the game built. Okay. My okay. parry is well, a four. four, Tanner. How is yours a two? Yeah, mine's a six. My pace is a six. Everybody's pace is a six, except for Stevens. He's hurt. Yeah. What is uh what does Perry relate to? Which stat? It's agility, I think. What is your agility, Tanner? My agility is a D ten. My agility is a D four. Hang on a minute. That doesn't sound right. We really don't have time for this, but I'm gonna look anyway. I mean it's all automated, so I assume it knew, but like that just seems wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Your parry should be two plus half of your fighting. Oh. <laughs> okay. And then your yeah, toughness should be. Mine's right. Mine's right. Two plus half of your vigor. Yeah, mine's right. Uh, so that means right for me, then oh, yeah. my toughness should be five, not four. Same, five. So, Tanner, you have zero in fighting? I don't have. I have zero fighting, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. I, I guess I'm satisfied. Happens. Okay. Uh, well, then he does hit you, and you are going to be uh, shaken with a see, with two wounds. Ew. Yeah. Okay, my size is what takes away one from my toughness, because I small. So one, one more wound, and you're close to being incapacitated. Yeah, so basically he runs up and just starts hacking away at you. You're able to back away from it such that you don't actually lose any limbs, but you feel that chain bite into you as he slashes across you. Um, but he took his turn to move at you and to to rev that thing up, so he does not have any further actions. Who is the three of hearts? That's just me. All right, Lindsay, what do you want to do? Well, since he's attacking Tanner... I'm going to run up behind him with my bat and swing low on his body in hopes to knock him off balance. You calling your shot? Yeah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't say an exact spot. I just said low. <laughs> we too low? Something long? So Tanner, please. Melee, I mean, I'm Steven, assuming please. this is a strength roll, roll for me. I'm sorry? Since this is a melee thing, I'm assuming it's a strength roll I have to do for this. It is a fighting role. Fighting, okay. Me melee fighting is fighting. Okay. Shooting is your... Because all distance. mine shows me is what the damage would be, so that's why I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, it's a it's a fighting role. 
Okay. So whatever your dice there is, plus your wild. Uh, which is not good. Wild, please be better. Lindsay, please. I'm gonna do die. you have forward no. fighting, or do you have any ranks? Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Go matter. no. You got a I'm gonna burn another you Benny. Got a you got a Benny. <laughs> you have you have two left. You, so now you don't want to hit left. Tanner in the Nards. The Nards. The Nards. The boy really did just come from the '90s, didn't he? She tried to kill Tanner <laughs> once already in a game. <laughs> don't hit him in the Nards. We're all gonna get hit uh, in the Nards three. one day. Oof. Um, yeah, no, that's not going to be good enough to hit him. Um, watching him, like, like basically it's this weird little ballet of like Tanner is trying to move away. He's hacking and slashing at him. And because he keeps managing to get closer, you just keep barely missing. missing. Yeah. You're, you're right behind him swinging, but you're, you're not close enough to to do any damage. Anything else? No, that's it. All right, Shen, that's gotta be you there. So, uh, this guy's pretty close to me, right? Since he's right there yep. in between us. All right. Can I pull uh-huh. out my switchblade? Switchblade one hand pistol in the other? Yeah, if you want to put that phone away. Yeah, no, I put the phone away back when we started running towards the girl. Oh, yeah, you, you never got it back out. Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. So Actually, Steven had your phone, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Did. Never mind. Steven has one. You better still have yeah. it. Um, <laughs> we'll see. That's an SA plus. So... <laughs> I'm gonna whip that uh, switchblade out and just look at him. And before I try it, I'm gonna say "box door for you, motherfucker," and then I'm gonna. He actually, as you say that, like as he's like slashing at Tanner, he stops for a minute because this is all happening in like six second increments. And he looks at you and he does the classic Michael Myers like head tilt. <laughs> and I'm gonna just I'm gonna lunge at him with the switchblade. Okay, so that's gonna... a fighting gonna help if i actually put it in the chat yes hmm. hey shannon do you have a 1d8 in fighting sure do let's get a three <laughs> and a two god damn i can't roll for shit today i'm cody i'm cody now <laughs> it's the cruise cog system, the cruise cog system? <laughs> and i don't think i do i don't wait do i, I still have one benny he'll appreciate that uh yeah you, you have one left i'm gonna yeah. re-roll it fuck it i'm not going i'm not gonna sp- I'm not going to spout right. this bullshit on him and then miss. The bennies are out. Five. That's better. Do it. Hmm? Kill this motherfucker. Well, probably not going to kill him, but I at least want to wound him. Five is important. Five. The five is a hit. Okay. Yeah, you do hit it very on a five, so roll damage. So it says that it, for may, for this, it is strength plus a d4. So do I automatically get that eight? It doesn't say roll for the d4, the strength. It just says strength no, you, plus d4. You roll your strength die. Damn it. All right. I knew you were going to say that. I That's just want the eight. You roll your strength die plus you roll a d4. You didn't hit enough for a race, so you don't get the six. Okay. But remember, you're adding these together. So your strength die plus the right. d4, whatever you get on both of those, you add together. And it's not repeating, And they right? can't explode. Oh, okay. No, oh, it really. Oh. All right, Tanner. Pray oh, wait, 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 wait. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Damn, Damn it! I was gonna Tanner pray on it for me. All right, you're here's right. the D8. It's a one because cool. of course it is. God damn! How many ones can we roll tonight? Right? There's a four. Hey, at least. that's that's five. Hang that's on. Five. That Hang one's... on. Let me let me check something. Here's the twist. It's actually Derek Boxdorfer. <laughs> Derek, you son of a bitch. We knew something was up. Nobody's that squeaky clean. He comes in with his dopey haircut. They his, do explode. His good Roll that four again. 
Cool. Ooh, what? So seven altogether. Seven. Okay, that is good enough to hit him with an additional wound. He now has two wounds. So basically, he turns and like tries to to literally like parry your switchblade with the chainsaw. Um, it's enough to throw you off for a second, but you're able to like sidestep him and you jam that thing right into his shoulder, the dominant one that he's using to to maintain this thing, and then like yank it right back out. And I'm gonna stare at him when I do it. We lock eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Draw a new card, everybody. That's the end of round one. Uh, uh, for the record, while you are doing that, uh, in the distance and over the din of like the thunder and the rain falling and the fighting and the chainsaw, you can hear a vehicle approaching. Oh, I don't like that. I got a queen. I got a queen. I had a seven of spades. I got a three. Yeah. All right. So, King, you're up first. All right. I'm going to take another shot. I'm going to actually, so you know what? Not- I'm going to take a couple steps back. What's that? You're not going to soak any damage. You're going to just stick with your, your injuries. How do I soak it? You'll, I mean, you have to spend your turn doing it. You make bigger rolls, you spend a Benny to do it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do that. I think that'd be okay. Smart. For record, that is going to take your turn, but I just wanted you to know yeah. that it's an option. That's the only way to do that. Okay, right, so right. what you're going to do, you spend a Benny. You're going to, uh, where are the stats? You're going to make a Vigor roll, so whatever your Vigor stat is, plus your Wild Die. I want to kiss Benny all over. Uh, a three. Okay. That is good enough to recover your shaken, but not good enough to recover your two wounds. So you are still hurting, uh, but you will be able to act normally on your next turn. Can I use a Benny to see if I can try to... No. One Benny per round. Yep. You spent it to do it in Uh, the first place. Yep. Okay. So that's going to expand your turn. You can move. Move away. Yeah, I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take some few, a few steps, several steps away from him, as many as I can take. Okay. Yeah. You can. You can back up. We're not worrying too much about the like attacks of opportunity. That's not a thing in this. I don't think so. Okay. Plus, Who's the queen? Okay. I'm the queen. You're up. All right. May uh the, the stabby again. Uh huh. Sorry. The word. The word could not <laughs> did not come to me. Uh, seven. No. Yeah, it's a hit. Okay. Not with an ace, but it's a hit. Roll damage. All right, so roll on the strength first. Seven. And roll That's on the good. other die. Nice. So, 13. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be enough to put a third wound into him. He is, uh, he's not doing well between that shot that winged him. Steven also clipped him. Um, you stabbed him in, in the shoulder the one time to get him to kind of like at least back off with that chainsaw, give Tanner room to maneuver away and try to, you know, steal himself. Uh, you come back across again this time and you, you thought for a split second, I'm going to cut this motherfucker's throat and you almost do it. Uh, you do slash at the mask and part of that mask actually starts to like fall away. You can see that you damaged him, but you didn't quite get the, the old aorta. He's not bleeding out yet. Okay. Um, anything else? 
No, other than throw more curse words at him, call him Boxdorfer again. I'm accusing him. Okay. He's even in his like wounded state. Every time that you say that, he like tilts his head at you oddly. Who's the seven? Uh, that's, that's me. Okay. And again, as Shannon's yelling at him, I'm going to come up behind him and take a swing. Do it. I like stabbing. I like turtles. <laughs> it's corn. Is, is that I like six? cranes. I got a six. Roll damage. It's corn. Okay. So. It's a big lump of knobs. It has the it juice. Has juice. Strength. <laughs> Man, I'm not even getting tipsy off this fucking Jack Daniels tonight. I'm irritated. You said they do <laughs> explode. I'm sorry. I was being yeah, they not do. paying attention. Okay. So this is the strength aspect of it. Tanner, you dare me to drink this entire bottle right nine, now. a nine. And I then we're going to add in the D4. Wait, are you stronger? For the oh, extra part. Okay. I thought you were stronger than me. Okay, never mind. You're good. <laughs> she just so... got a really good hit. Twelve. Let's see you come up behind him just as he's tilting his head for the second time at Shannon, and it, it rather than like the old Babe Ruth home run, you come up over your head and come down on the back of his <laughs> his llama mask. Yes, and he collapses. You see him like start to waver, and he collapses. And Shannon, you see exactly what's going to happen before he does. He falls on the chainsaw. Oh! And it like <laughs> revs right through the front of his face because he lands right on it while he's like still holding it. He basically like revs through his own head, and it oh. just spurts gore everywhere. Fuck yeah! Um, Happy Halloween! Head and half, thing it's and the, the lava mask as well. It's it's just completely like destroyed. Um, he is dead. And I make a disgusted face as blood splatters all over me. <laughs> can we can we kinda see what's left of his face? Yeah, I was gonna say Scooby Doo reveal. I grab the mask and I'm like, I box door for you son of a bitch and I pull it off. Uh, this is not a person you have ever seen son of nor a bitch. interacted with <laughs> this entire time. It's not the guy you thought it was. I didn't think so. Um <laughs> As a matter of fact, it's not immediately clear who this is at all. Like, again, you, you've you never seen this person. It's a young man, shaggy, kind of brownish blonde hair, what's left of his face and such anyway. Um, you would estimate he was probably just out of high school, maybe in his early 20s at his oldest. Wild-eyed. Um, of course, again, what's left of him. Um but he, he's dead, real dead, big time. Uh, I'm going to pull that. My, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to pull my phone out and film this too. And just kind of say, you know, here's what you don't have. Steven has Oh, it. son of a bitch. Never mind. God, Steven, you thief. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you vehicle like that you heard approaching. Less than 10% battery probably at this point. You now right. see is, is like pulling up in the distance. Um, there are no like police lights. They're not sheriff's lights. It's like a big honking pickup truck, like floodlight type at the top. Um, sure enough, that box dorfer that you were ranting about leans out the window. It's the younger of them. He's got a hunting rifle in hand and he's just surveying the situation. He 
kind of turns those lights in your direction. He's trying to figure out what the hell is going on right now. He's also a little wild. I, you can see that big Rottweiler of his is in the passenger seat, and it is barking and frothing at the mouth like a like a mad dog. Uh, I'm going to suggest everybody kind of put their hands up and hands up, and we're just going to yell at him, here's your killer. We got him. <laughs> he kind of starts laughing, like a little bit sort of almost under his breath. You can't really hear it because the storm is so loud, but he you can kind of see it on his face. He gets out of the truck. He shuts it, leaving the, the dog behind. He's still carrying that hunting rifle, though, and now he's kind of got it like where he can quickly just turn it and aim. Uh, but if, you, if you're all going hands oh, up. He, I'm not. I'm not. I'll Never sit mind. there with just, the bat pointing towards the ground. I'm not pointing it at him. Yeah. But... I, I have my hands up in a show of goodwill. I'm very much barrel to the ground, but finger laid across the, the receiver. Oh, he is too. And this guy's a former soldier, so I can promise you he's faster than you. Oh, I'm um, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to stand down. Again, but yeah, he my, my hand's up. I'm the one taking the lead, stepping forward, and kind of showing him the scene and telling him what happened. Okay, so you're explaining, like, explain to him the way that you would about what just took place. I would say, uh, I would point over to Elena and say, she, we were here investigating. She ran out. He literally chainsawed her in half, and then we killed him. He looks over at the guy on the ground, and he goes, well, I was going to ask what the hell you were doing here. He nudges him over with his foot and kind of, like, gets a look at who it is, and he goes, huh. Rehagen. I knew he was crazy as fuck. Well, guess that settles that. The name starts flooding back to you. Uh, this Ben Rehagen was a kid that uh, Boxdorfer Senior had hired to work at uh, at the Three Spring Farm about, you know, basically trying to do a better job of producing more fruitful chickens. Um, pieces start falling into place. That was probably his office. The packaging, Shannon, that you found is probably where the mask came from, that oh. it was located in that, that bag. <laughs> well, I was close um, to being right on some of this. The, the pictures of the girl, uh, maybe he had something for her. Maybe they were together at some point. Would explain probably why he killed the boyfriend. Twice. Would explain why he was stalking them out in the woods trying to kill him. Um. I'm gonna look at box Doesn't Warfare. explain everything, but I'm gonna look at him and say, "Yeah, I thought that was you." Honestly, not gonna <laughs> lie to you. He looks over and he goes, hey, "It's not the first time I've been accused of this kind of shit." Did you call the sheriff yet? I called him before we got here, but we don't have any service, so um, he is aware we're here, but he doesn't know about this yet. Well, there's phones in that administrative building. Let's get them out here and get this taken care of. And we do. Okay. Um, the storm rages on, but to kind of pull this whole thing back together into an end, um, eventually as it starts to die down to just the rain and the thunder and stuff kind of dissipates and, and starts to move out. And it's getting late on into the evening now. Uh, the sheriff shows up. Sheriff Kelly shows up. 
uh, with several other squad cars. Of course, everyone has to be discussed and or everyone has to be uh, debriefed and 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 uh, kind of give their side of the story of what happened. Um, Boxdorfer explains that he arrives to this. Of course, they're saying, "Oh, look, you know, the, these guys are our heroes," and he says, "You know, oh well." Uh, add one more to the to the collection, right? You know, I saved everyone from from long handle back in the day, and these fine folks did the same just now. This is weird. Like, this is not the guy you talked to back at his house when he was acting like a fucking maniac. Um, the elder Boxdorfer comes out. He is extremely rattled by all this, wondering what's going on, what are all these people doing, what happened here. There's questioning to him about why he would hire this crazy kid, and he says, I knew nothing about any of this, you know. Uh, but ultimately, you know, they're cleared of charges. The photo ops happen. You guys are, are heralded as heroes for stopping this maniac killer, even though he did manage to kill four people. Um, <laughs> you were able to subdue him in the end. Uh, and everything seems all well and good. Sheriff says that he'll chat with you the next day before you leave. And, uh, they've got your, your hotel room saved up for the night again. For now, you should go get cleaned up, get some sleep and, get away from all this insanity. I'm yes. t- oh no. Well, we're driving back. I assume we're driving back to the hotel then, right guys? Yeah. Sure. That. Yeah. Well, Steven's driving back to the hotel and I'm in the back talking to Tanner again. And I'm going to tell him just something about this doesn't seem right. And we never figured out what happened with the mounds. Uh, I was thinking, I still feel like box door for hiding something. Is, do you seem weird to you? Uh, Yes. Yes, uh, the way he was all assholeish at the door, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. Something's fishy. They're making mutant chickens again. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna head on home. No, 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 no. We got to see this thing out. We never did investigate the uh, out out of character. We never did see the mound in his yard, did we? Like we never nope, really. He wouldn't let us. Nope. I say we go back to Boxdorfer's house real quick. Let's let's talk to him one more time. Or he might not even be home. He might still be doing the photo ops and all that. I'm gonna tell Steven to to hang a uh, hang a left. Let's go to his place. I hang a left. Thank you, Steven. Is that what your car sounds like when you hang a left? Yeah, he goes. I don't know. You gotta get that look at man. <laughs> I gotta gotta get you uh, working with my car guy. <laughs> 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 it sounds like Steven when he's had a long day. Huh. Um, yeah, okay. You guys remember how to get to his house, and sure enough, you know when you leave the area, when you leave Three Spring Farm, that he's still there. So as far as you know, he won't be there. As you arrive at his house, again, not only is he not there, but his dog isn't there either. Uh, I suggest we uh, put the car somewhere it's not going to be seen if he comes back. Yeah, I'll tell Steven to go park the car down a little bit, me, Tanner, and Lindsay. And then I will also tell him to keep an eye out and to alert us if he sees anybody coming. And then me, Tanner, and Lindsay, we're going to go look around a little bit. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hand wave this again. Anything that's locked, you can either break in or, or well, you can break into it. We're just going to break we're in. We're not going to make a Gonna the door's locked. The front door's locked, and the back gate is locked. If you wanted either one of those, you can break in, or you can try to jump the fence, or whatever you want to do. Uh, jump the fence in the backyard first is what I'm going to do. Okay, I'm not going to make you roll for it. You do it. Okay. Um, his backyard is a mess. 
first of all, much like what you noticed inside his house, uh, through through the doorway, there's like old tires laying around. Uh, there's like a rusty burn barrel over in one corner. Like the grass around it is clearly, I mean, it's muddy right now because it's been raining, but it's, it's like been singed away from where he's like burned trash and that kind of stuff. Um, the mound itself, just taking a look at it, it's pretty similar to the other two. Um, kind of loamy earth, like very, you know, black, almost like compost. About the size of a small car. It's pretty hefty. That's about it, as best you can tell just looking at it. Uh, would I be able to poke around, like a stick, poke around, something like that? You know, Sure, and make a notice. Take a good check. whiff. <laughs> well, I'm automatically smelling. What would you say, Hunter? Uh, make a notice check. Uh, it smells like rainy earth. It's been raining, so really the scent of the, the rain kind of washing stuff away is is overwhelming your sense of smell. Uh, seven. It's probably hasn't gonna rained in a while. Yeah, seven. Okay. Um, poking around in that that mound, you see something that almost startles you because it is so stark in color and composition to what you've been, you know, what makes up the rest of the mound. It's not like soft and black. It is hard and white. The bone. It's a couple of them, and it's a few more the further you poke around. But they're all very small bones. Like chicken bones. Okay. Well. Alright, what if this is uh these were like some of the chickens that they've been dying that have died from whatever mess ups, what if these are just places they've been burying them? And what if this guy is working with the killer? Alright, so now we're definitely gonna break into his house, unless there's an easy way to get in from the back. Uh, I mean, all the doors are locked, so yeah, you're gonna yeah, have to break something. To get just in. definitely kicking it in at this point. And as we're ki- as we're walking to kick it in, I'm I'm once again in detective mode. It all makes sense. They're working together, right? He's helping him. Uh, whenever they develop stuff that messes up, he buries the evidence here. Those those burials are so full of chemicals and screw ups from his concoctions that he's been developing that it's causing these death mounds, basically. Um, the inside of the house is dark, but you can turn the lights on if you want, or you can use flashlights, whichever you prefer. Um, dark, dirty, unhygienic. There's dishes, dog bowls all over the place. Um, you do notice something interesting from earlier. Previously, you could see there was a lot of weaponry laying around, like various handguns, a couple of rifles, boxes of ammo. All of that is gone. Almost like it was stolen. Like, it, it is cleared out top to bottom. That's the only thing clean about this place. Um, Lindsay, previously you had noticed there was a check that you could see through the door, like yes. a paper check that had been written to him. Um, you can now see that it is actually still where it was. Well, rather, the uh, like the imprint of it is the the, the secondary Dirt from part around. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, well, no, like the, like the, like a carbon the copy. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the receipt basically is left for it. Um, if you get a closer look at that, you can see it is a it's a two thousand dollar check. It's made payable to William Boxdorfer from William Boxdorfer Senior. It's mm-hmm. dated a week ago, and in the memo area, it says quarterly payment for services rendered. So he's getting paid to hide all this shit. 
Yeah, remember he said he quit after the McNeil murders. It, clearly, he's but still so doing he's not work. on payroll. It's off the books, quote unquote. Even though clearly it's a check, which is paper tracking. So seniors in on it too. Hence, hmm. again, warrants, hostility, yada yada. Can I look around? I want to notice something. Can I? Can I look at things? Yeah, you can make a notice check. Can I do better than two? Yep, eleven. <laughs> he can. Okay. Um, as you start pulling out like drawers on little various end tables, all of his furniture is mismatched. By the way, um, one thing scares you pretty quickly because it looks like a little green pineapple. It's a grenade. Oh shit! Whew. The pen's still in it, and you can't say for sure if it's live or not, but it's a grenade. I'm going to take that. Okay. Just so he doesn't have it. All right. You now have a hand grenade. We'll work out details at some other time. <laughs> uh, we're two and a half hours in. I don't think there's much more other time. Um, Be careful with that, please. <laughs> all right. But there's nothing else in this house that would give us any clues about what's going on? Nope. All right. Then I say let's grab the check and let's... Uh, I'm going to go... Go out back, Lindsay. Uh, does anyone else have their phones? I'd take a picture of the check rather than us tampering with evidence. But we're working with the sheriff's department. We had a. Uh... <laughs> but it's still we don't have a warrant to take anything. Uh, yeah, but what is it called, Tanner? Reasonable uh... doubt. <laughs> no, plausible deniability. Not, not reasonable That's doubt. Not it. It's a uh... oh god, I watched reasonable so seizure. Yeah, it's where it's where you have an idea that something could be going on. So you, you know. Yeah, like you take all their money because you don't want them to have it, and you no, also want you no, to have it. No, that's not <laughs> what I was talking about. Damn it! I'm gonna look. And at then when up. they're cleared of all charges, you're like, "Hey, well, I'm gonna keep that anyway." <laughs> when cops can come in without a search warrant. <laughs> <laughs> Police seizure. God damn it! That's not what it's called. Told you I was right. It is. It's reasonable search and seizure. That's not what Briscoe called okay, it. Whatever. Whatever. Briscoe. I haven't watched enough Law and Order. Probable okay. cause. <laughs> probable cause. That's the word. Uh, the okay. term I was trying to think of. We have probable right. ca- cause to check this place. Probable cause. <laughs> Santa's math-oriented brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go rename someone probable Claus. Yeah, I don't know. we got two Dorfenbergs, so <laughs> we do. I see that uh-huh. and a Pixar dragon or something. Uh, <laughs> I still oh, like okay, the stats of Pennsylvania. I can't change him. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take the check because I, I don't want it to look. Like, I don't want us to take a picture and be accused of faking it. So okay, fair enough. Take fair the check, enough. and then I say, let's head right back to Three Three Springs Farm right now. Or we well, just go to the sheriff. But the sheriff's still. Th- what well, can we call the sheriff? Well, no, he doesn't have a signal out there. Uh huh. Son of a bitch. So. Or we can me, go back to our hotel, the and then we see them in the morning. He's gonna come back to his house where we broke in. He's going to come to our hotel and shoot us. There's many witnesses at a hotel. Well, maybe not in Perryville. 
I don't think I've ever had you guys so paranoid. This is fun. What time is it? Try to call the sheriff. It's late. At this point, yeah, it's it's like approaching midnight. Call the sheriff's station so they can get them on the CB radio. Tanner, call the call the sheriff's station. Tanner, come on back. Sheriff's station. And how about we get the fuck out of this house? Yes. You know what? I'm gonna call nine one one since this is technically an emergency. There's there's a grenade. There's a grenade here. In no. Shannon's pocket? It's in my pocket. Don't tell him about the grenade. No. Just tell him. So, Tanner, am I, safe, am I safe to assume that you're making this phone call as you guys are getting in the vehicle and like heading somewhere? Please. Like you're yeah. all doing this on the on the move? Yes. Okay. Um, as you go about your business doing that, the the camera is going to pull out from you guys in the in the car there and like peeling out, making moves. We're going to do some stuff. You're heading off down one particular road. We're going to helicopter fly over to uh, the the interstate, actually, to 55, uh, heading up north towards St. Louis, where we see another vehicle that looks very familiar. It's a battered pickup truck, but it's got those nice KC lights, big guy uh, shining up there. And inside, there's a, a, a frothing out the mouth pit bull who's barking and running around and... Uh, William Boxdoor leans over and shakes his head and tells him to shut up, but in a good-natured kind of laughing way, he cracks open uh, a beer, naturally, that he has uh, in a six-pack that he slings out of the the, um, the thing, the rings. What the hell do you call them? Probable cause. No, Tab. the thing that holds the beers together. I can't the think of the name. Pack. Of the uh, Yeah, the little deal. Yeah, little plastic. He things, takes yeah. that because it's the last one in it, and he throws it out the window. Of course, he's a litter bug too. Um, cracks it up and starts drinking. He slides open even as the rain is starting to dissipate the the back glass window. Uh, he's got like a, a truck bed like cover, and he taps on it through the window with one hand as he's driving with that beer. It's sloshing all over, and he goes, "Hey, McNeil, I know it's a bumpy ride back there, but don't worry, buddy. You won't need to deal with that much longer." Inside, through that cover, we see. Uh, long handle Jack McNeil, who is bound at the wrists and ankles uh, with a tie in his mouth and struggling for his life. But the vehicle drives off down the interstate. And that is where this tale comes to an end. Uh, well, what'd the sheriff say? <laughs> and why I'm sorry, the you failed that part of the investigation. Yards? Was he just putting them there because he had too much in his? So, uh, to to since this is over, to just hand but, over some things but because to, we yeah. won't. Uh, to be hmm? fair, we found the check. We were going to. Do you have any questions? Sheriff. Yes, several. It, it, we we kind of. I mean, we at least implicated him in this, so I'm assuming there's going to be something. But please, I hope. Maybe, but he is he is three sheets to the wind at this point. He's gone like a ghost. The and greatest I mean, trick also, the devil like, ever Daddy pulled has was money. So. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. So let me just put some <laughs> things on the table that you guys didn't find that will wrap everything up for oh, everyone. So much. Because uh, there's no other good way of doing this. Um, the original long handle murders that supposedly were perpetrated by Jack McNeil, um, Lindsay was actually guessing right on the spot. Uh, it was William Boxdorfer Jr. who committed those murders. He's a crazy person. Uh, and it was his dad who would then. Uh, Basically, because because he he stepped in and uh, implicated his own employee McNeil in this. He's the one who went down for the murders, uh, even though he didn't do them. When he escaped from prison, his intention was not to kill more people, other than he wanted Boxdorfer dead, 
because he knows that he's the one who framed him. He would never have tried to kill Senior. He didn't quite have the heart for that, even though he spent years in jail. But he wanted revenge on that guy. Um, because you guys didn't uncover that part of the investigation early enough, Boxdorfer was able to get his hands on him instead. And now he's going to tie up that last loose end. Um, the mounds were a red herring. They were not supernatural or anything in any way. They're part of an old sewer system, the one that you guys found there at the farm. Uh, Rehagen was flushing his like failed experiments through them. That's why there's so chicken bones right. and chemicals yeah. and stuff coming from them. Uh, but there's there's nothing supernatural about them. The kid that was found dead on one, that thing next because that thing was full of so many chemicals that he passed out on it from exhaustion and nobody came to get him anytime soon. Several days in, he was desiccated from basically laying on a pile of chemicals. See, so I was right. Was I just, <laughs> I you know, part part of me feels like part of me feels like it's actually a good ending. It's one of those horror. I movies. thought it was great. I thought it worked yeah. out really yeah. well. Yeah, it's 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 a downtrodden you ending, know, but uh, at the end of the day, you guys survived. You also technically did stop Rehagen. That you could have stopped him uh, earlier had you figured out that uh, Elena was his his uh, lost girlfriend. He and her I'm had been dating. She dumped him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she dumped him. Um, Other than had, my had guess you, was right. Had you made better friends with the neighbor that you pissed off instead, she would have been able to tell you because they were her students that she thought it was weird that a bright girl like him would have dated that kid in the first place. Thanks, Steven. Uh, and then would have dumped yeah, no him problem. for an even even uh, dumber kid and the one that, that she had gone on to date. That's why he wanted him dead and eventually the girl too when she wouldn't take him back. Steven, so, I put this entirely I, To be on fair, you. that was as much Steven's fault as it was Tanner's. So. Oh, I know. It was Steven's entire. <laughs> and Lindsay, it's Lindsay who regularly was like, no, I don't want to make friends with her. Fuck that woman. And I'm like, hmm. I was trying to talk to her. Uh, you just killed her. I was you trying to talk to her. No, I don't like Karens. I was trying to talk to her. I was trying to save that girl's life. So you know what this was? This so is no, like, so. Let me just clarify. You guys didn't fail. We like, did. You you yeah. successfully navigated the adventure. You you lived and you managed it. to stop a killer. You just didn't ace it. Somebody got away <laughs> and one guy definitely killed more people than he should have. Well, in my opinion, that just sets up the next episode where we go for revenge. It's a revenge <laughs> tale. Uh, it's, Assuming it, we'll go back to that. It reminds me of the usual suspects. That final part yeah. where, where I realized. I used the quote. Yeah, when I when I put everything together and said this is what happened, and I was right for the record, it's that if you've never seen Usual Suspects, it's uh was a Chaz Palmetary I think at the very end, he's sitting at the police station. Kevin Spacey's verbal Kent. He leaves. He tells this story about Kaiser Soze, and as he's looking around the room, he realizes all the things that he made up were just bullshit, and that he was actually Kaiser Soze. And you see Kevin Spacey walking with a limp, and then his limp turns into a regular walk, and he gets in a car and drives away. One of the best endings ever in a movie. Yep. <laughs> it's a shame it's it's fucked up by Kevin Spacey nowadays, but yeah, that's thanks, Kevin. The longer this went, and the more you guys were like slipping, letting things slip through the cracks, I was like, oh, I know exactly how this is going to end. Yeah, I'm going to play this out. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Yep. <laughs> no, Jack McNeil. Those yeah, are two different Jack people. McNeil. Okay. All right. That's wrap why it I was up. trying to make a point of like it's not going to be the same guy. All right. Wrap it up. I, kinda, I think that's the first time I feel like I've ever won. It was not a TPK. I didn't kill anybody, it, but like it was a it was a draw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Will that make you feel better? Yes. Leave it at that point. Yes. It's a draw. All right, we guys, got one. Thank you so much 
for joining us for our Halloween edition of PZ85 Plays the Horrors of Perryville back for another edition this time around with Groundswell. Um, someday we will revisit this universe and 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 uh, these characters and see what's going on with them. Uh, but for now, they're headed back to the Holiday Inn for the night, and um, we're going to turn in as well. What else do we have uh, for this week on Tap, Shannon? What have we done and what are we doing? Well, last night was a very special episode of My Little Pony where... No, it was. It I do was, like that because she started. She's like, "That's the one. That's what I want to be." In. I I see the cats have come in here again. She's walking over to my arcade cabinet. Hunter, you tell them about last night's episode. Why? I see what's going on here. I'm gonna do that. Yep, I got that. So last night was the fourth episode of the Hallows Eve Tales, our Halloween special series. If you have not caught up on this, you gotta go in and check that out. Uh, it's a scripted series of original horror stories. Uh, our latest episode, the first one written by Shannon called Sheep's Clothing, with which of course Lindsay uh, started, did an incredible job in. Uh, it's all edited up and ready to go at Ponzella1985.com. All four of the first episodes are there, and we've got the grand finale coming next Monday on Halloween Day to wrap up this October uh, for us. So really excited about that. Um, as for a, the rest of this week, there's what there's, is there? Well, there's a there's a small crack right between my wall and the arcade cabinet. It's about this thin, and she's trying to get behind it. In it. Yeah, that's where God she wants to go. damn you, <laughs> goddamn stupid cats! Um, tomorrow's an episode. Tanner went to sleep, by the way. Yeah, he's gone. He's, he I know he's been on his phone because the reflection in his glasses the entire two and a half hours <laughs> I could see. Um, tomorrow's an all new pro wrestling scripted, probably, and then Thursday is an all new episode of Spooky Thursday. Tanner, I don't know what it's called at this point. We're gonna do something. And I think then, I think we should kind of mix it all together. Lindsay was talking about doing like the most popular candies in each in the uh, like Halloween candy in each month. I think it'd be time to co- do like some I want to believe type stuff. Like let's just do a Spooky Thursday to wrap up the month. We need some I want to believe content. Yeah, because we're not gonna have Jesse so, or Shell because they're in right. Disney, they're in Disneyland. Gal- yeah, good for them. They're all in right. Florida. Florida. All right, yeah. let's let's end this. More shows this and week. And some other stuff this weekend. Yeah, the the latest edition of the Inquest will be out by the end of the weekend. Uh, the third episode's about Ghostbusters. I'm not hiding that anymore. So check out that. And again, we wrap up the Halloween Eve tales on Monday for this show. Next Tuesday, we are back to Cody Sandusky running things. Curse of Strahd picks back up with the next installment. Um, heading back to to D and D land. Lindsay just remembered she's got to level up. It's going to be okay, though. I'm going to level up. i got to pick a spell, and I cannot decide to save my life what I want. I'll I'll help you with that. I got you. It's going to be fine. It's the same goddamn stuff in this room that's been here every day, and she's sniffing around like she's never (laughs) seen it before. (laughs) You you have a spell that stops cats. I I just don't understand. I don't understand what you're going for here. Like, what do you need? All right, guys, thank you so much for joining (laughs) us. This has been a lot of fun. I know these are long episodes, but I think this is one of my favorite versions of the horrors of Perryville so far. Um, As we wrap it up for Shannon, for Lindsay, that's right, for Steven joining us for the first time, and for Bart Bart and for Tanner, thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Uh, Until then, stay out of the ground. Later.